welcome to the 1-1. One one. I am BJ Ryan. Episode 85, proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Once again, teaming up with the one, the only, Perth racing guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. Bernard. You well? I just decided for a different interest this week. <laughs> I wanted to entertain Peter. I am well. Um, went to the footy Monday night, which probably made me a little bit, uh, a little bit less well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we're we're all well. We're surviving the cold weather and um, excited to have a chat to our guest. Yes, alongside us, one one HQ is Pistol Pete Antonitz. Welcome back to the show, Pete. Welcome back to Perth. Well, it's a pleasure. Look, I'd just like to thank Mark McGowan straight off the bat for letting me back into the state so I can join the podcast. Uh, obviously, it's a uh, you know, it's hard being an essential worker, but it's uh, it's good to be back in WA despite the rain and despite my performance at Belmont yesterday. But I was also at the football there on Monday night, so at least that gave me something to slightly smile about, which is a pleasant change for my general life these days. So you and Digby Beecham are the only two North Melbourne supporters in Western Australia, I think. So. You're, a, you're, a, you're a boner, aren't you? I am, I am a boner from, from way back. Uh, I remember the first uh, boner that I, uh, I first encountered when I was four and a half years old. The, the ruse knocked off Fitzroy 250. Four to one hundred and two, and I was like, "Wow, that is an enormous score." That's uh, an enormous boner, was it? Exactly, exactly. And then you get into the whole uh, the whole history of the club. Corey McKernan was my favourite player growing up, and won a Brownlow, got taken away from him. Should have won the Brownlow, should yeah. have won the Rising Star, but what did he get rubbed out for? Uh, it even by today's standards, it was, it was pretty low. Yeah, um, like it was just, you know, a striking charge. I think it was against the Dogs from memory, but yeah, just one over the shoulder and got a week, and that was it. Had got to watch I mean, the, the whole Chris contest Grant from home. Who, the roughest of all his his was pretty yeah. pretty low key as well. I think but, that's uh, uh, oh I would say so, but you know. Anyway, North Melbourne got the chockies. Uh, that would have been enjoyable to, to watch your team on the rise. Yeah, yeah. it's good that we didn't tag uh, Jaden Stevenson. Now you actually look a little bit like Jaden Stevenson, just double his age. That's all. Can you see a little bit of <laughs> no? Get a little really. sleeve. Yeah. Might bring the art line pen out next week. Mate, <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he? So can someone do a little comparison on Twitter? Give us a little Stevenson versus BJ. We should do that face it's a similar like points, but yeah. yeah. Um, he killed us. He killed us too, Stephenson. Anyway, yeah. that's enough footy talk because yep. the Eagles are uh, uh, on the ropes at the moment, whereas North are on the season rise. Is, <laughs> season is not over. Not over. No. Nick Nat said we, yesterday. If we all find we're form, if all of our players find form and play their very best every game from now on, season alive. Mathematical. Yeah, <laughs> we like it. We like it. Well, that's what we. Glass is always half full here at the one-one. Hundred percent. So, uh, Pete, let the listeners know where have you been? What's well, going on? Living in Melbourne. Hunting for a living, um, which is just magnificent. Locked and confined into South Yarra for most of the last four months now. Uh, I've turned the apartment into basically half nightclub, half kitchen, and there's just a few computers just throwing around. Uh, shout, shout out to my golden cane palm, Fran. She'd be listening. Um, she'd also be complaining behind my back while I'm not there. So, uh, who's, who's this? Is there a Mrs. Anthony? No, no, it's actually just a plant. That oh! I have, so, um, <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, uh, there's, there's a longer story there. We'll get into that. Yeah, you know, yeah, when it's uh, yeah. this oh, is your got... life, uh, it's far more entertaining. Um, oh, me. But no, uh, look, the punt's been been pretty good, uh, excluding yesterday, which was just awful. But uh, we can talk about that maybe never. And um, it's been a very good, probably six months or so. I've just been really enjoying just putting in the time. But I think that's probably been the key thing: just reducing a lot of the the outside noise, being dedicated in the approach. And just putting in the effort. Uh, so for me personally, that means just video watching, like watching every single last start, trial, replay, it doesn't matter. So I know you're a part of the mailbag. So are you yep. punting 
WA, I know you're also a keen Hong Kong yep. guy as well. Is it WA in Hong Kong or when you're part of the mailbag team, do you find yourself following uh, Shane Carrillo or yeah. you know all the other guys that is that do you follow them in or are you doing your own thing? It's I'm typically doing my own thing. I'm staking differently according to Depends different how states. Many you've had. Well, yeah, not necessarily. I'm, I'm usually very well behaved these days, uh, with the exception of when I'm in Perth. Um, but I, I'll often try and pick the eyes out of their bets that they send if I've got time. But once I've basically hit that point now from a punning point of view where if I miss a bet, miss a winner, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. you just know there's going to be more to come and you just have to stick to that consistent profile, the way that you're approaching the week and the days and, and so forth. So on a Saturday when there's five of us betting across four states and there's bets flying out everywhere, you can either take it of the approach that you're going to back everything or you're just going to focus on what you can control and that's really the way I've been doing it for the last three, four months and just heavily staking my own stuff, especially late. You say you've been going uh, pretty well for six months. Do you find when you're doing your form, and it's something I talk about a lot, is momentum. It's it's funny. If you're doing your form for a Saturday, well, I do mine on a Wednesday night. It's a lot easier. So it might have been a bit tougher yesterday. Yep. Um, it's a lot easier after a good day or once you're finding some form. And um, obviously the, the famous saying is uh, money lost, nothing lost, confidence lost, everything lost. Funnily enough, I usually work harder when I've had a losing day. Mm-hmm. I almost like get the spur, the spurs in and, you know, momentum kicks and it's like, right, and no, I have to actually, it Bru- sort of fires me of, up. Bit of bruised ego. Give the, wow. Uh, use the, use the uh, what's it called? The plant? The What do I use? Fran. No. Yeah, Fran. Do you use Fran as a little bit of a boxing bag? <laughs> no, 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 no. I usually just ask her for advice and, you know, she basically always gives me the right answer, something that I want to hear. So, <laughs> so we sat here with Michael Heaton last Thursday and we were concerned about whether the meeting was actually even going to go ahead, whether they were going to last the 11 races. Hats off. The mm. old Belmont, the old girl, yeah. she she stood up. Am I the only one who thinks that Saturday wasn't necessarily as heavy as no. it might have been? I actually think, and then watching yesterday in hindsight, it felt like the inside part of the track had been more compacted than the unraced ground out wider. And I know it didn't necessarily appear that way and obviously the going stick and all the other, you know, readings that they have. But clearly because there wasn't any rain there on Saturday, it's had some sort of firming effect on, on the track. And it's obviously draining really well mm. is basically my, my point. Uh, unless there's heavy rain during the meeting, we probably can take off a grade or two based on what those – uh, overall early morning ratings are. Yeah, bang on. We just spoke about the fact there was 11 races and, and obviously that inside pad with the rain we'd had during the week and some on the day would chop up and probably be a difficult place to win from. But um, six of the nine winners, I think, settled yeah. on the rail. Rails the notorious run, one yeah. was rails in running the last and um, and won really, really well. Um, but midweek, it's funny what you say. I heard Darren say when Petrocity got caught deep, um, that's not necessarily the worst spot to be today. And it was quicksand out yeah. there. I think Darren, yeah. they just had the preconceived idea yeah. that come that stage of the day on a, on a wet track, on a heavy eight, that wide on the surface is going to be – well, it's just – it can be a good spot to be three deep, no cover. We all, we all know that. Um, but this was a track that I think only William Pike figured out throughout the day. If you go to a, a midweek meeting two or three weeks ago, it was 21 metres and a cutaway. Yep. That meeting, I've never seen a hotter 18 to 21 metre lane – I mean, one of the greatest ways to look back at that and see how hot the lane was, have a look at a race, Sentimental Hero versus Bozone. Mm. Jet Stanley's got going at the 600, kicked clear. This is the race, the meeting where I told you Traderman was a bad winning bet. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit fired up. Um, <laughs> and he's kicked clear. Bozone, he's just got shuffled, shuffled, shuffled. He's managed to pick up 
He's managed to pick up and nearly grab Sentimental Hero, who's come out and made that form look even better. I think with normal conditions, Sentimental Hero probably wins that by three lengths yeah, yeah. down the center of that track. Which, so which lanes which could, 18 to 21, that little sort of three meter pad, that's red hot. That is a red hot surface to be on. And look at horses yesterday. So it makes the efforts of a horse like Ginger Baker better. Um, Vital Flirt was was just one suited by the conditions, I think, and, and handled it well. But Pikey just picked up on it so well. The rides on Crisaro, the ride on Apple Schnapps, uh, Concord Zone, Concord Zone, Concord Zone Which, those three yeah. in particular. They're just they're just absolutely um, yeah tremendous rides. And just figuring out, all right, that's the best part to be. I'm going to be a bit more patient, wait for my run, and and off we go. Mm. So we got remarkably got through the 11 race on Saturday. We got through another big card yesterday. Pete was out there, uh, but the um, last Saturday, of course, the big race was the Bowfine Stakes, won by Nero Dio. Rails, Lacta, Romoli, and uh, Steph Bakrinich. Yeah, uh, I went through the data from from that race in particular. Very high rating on the stuff that I'm, mm. you know, looking at. And uh, Nerodi, I think, was uh, 0.8 of length from memory PB. Yeah. Uh, but Amasinus for me and Miss Kentucky are yeah. really the two that look. They're just profiling to be group horses. And whether it's here, whether or not Simon Miller can take them across to Victoria. There are some races that both of those are primed to. And I think Miss Kentucky's like last five or six starts have all been within one length, ultra consistent. But Amasinus for me is such an exciting horse. And I, I reckon Chris Parnham was sitting there on the turn just going, I've How still far? got this. Yeah. And then just really got a didn't, proper crack at him. Yeah, yeah, didn't get the right run. And also, obviously, also yeah. Do you think Miss Kentucky's spam early? Do you think nah. Miss Kentucky's? I think I think going out of the gates that Pikey would have wanted the same spot Lacta had, and the fact that Nerodio yep. had that little bit more spring in the first 100 was probably the difference in the race. I think Multiverse was the fly in the ointment. It was, but if you slot. look at the start, I think Pike still would have been happy to be semi-aggressive yep. and yep. try and get that spot forward. Being caught deep probably wouldn't have been the end of the world. So yeah, I think um, I think with the way the race panned out, uh, Nerodio landed in just. The prime like launching launch pad mm. that was the slingshot position to be in. Amasinus and Miss Kentucky were further back, but that position that Lactar found himself was enough to get over the top of Jenna's yeah. son, who's a really really Tell good horse. Right, and then and then Amasinus and Miss Kentucky like they were never in the race, and then they just sort of um, closed the gap late. But geez. Full credit to Narodio. Yeah. You don't give yeah. – uh, Pete's bang on. Those two are both going to go and win multiple black type. Miss Kentucky for me especially. Uh, I think she's got the sharper turn of foot. But um, Narodio has carried four kilos more well, than a pair yeah. of them, you know. So clearly relishes Belmont, clearly relishes the conditions. I think – I don't know if he'll be as good um, at Ascot if they go for a winter bottom or something of that nature. But, um, yeah, full credit to the winner in this situation. Full credit to the trainer as well. She's yeah. done a top job with that horse. Yeah. And uh, she's flying, as yeah. She's got all man in on, yep. on Saturday. I reckon there's a sneaky chance in the staying race. Oh, it's as well. more than a sneaky, sneaky. chance. That's a wild price that's yeah. going up. Anyway, we'll touch on that later, I'm sure. And uh, before we get cracking on our Belmont Classic Day preview, I've got three words for you, gentlemen red can man, mm. you'll be ulti. So, the red can uh, bounced back to his brilliant best in the Sir John Monash Stakes at Caulfield last Saturday. Ben Mellum on board. Um, saluted, wait for age, group three. Now he moves on to the Bletchingley in two weeks, hopefully. Yeah. And then uh, two weeks following that is the Memsey, 750,000, 400 metres at Caulfield. And had improvement to come was the word from Jackson Oldham, our yard man over there for the mailbag. So mm -hmm. uh, he was pretty taken with him as a as a physical type. Specimen, I know, yeah. I know the, uh, the yard watchers in WA have basically put him up there with Cup Knight as probably the two best-looking horses in WA at the moment. But there's obviously improvement to come and – 
I mean, it's just exciting, isn't it? Yeah. He puts himself into the race. He's such a mm. tough horse. And I must say, like personally, I underestimated him probably the whole way through of last season, thinking that he probably needs to find another few links, but he kept finding them. Mm. And he's really one of those horses that put him in a fast tempo race. He just seems to relish it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just yep. didn't handle the straight first up. So many of uh, so many of our horses that are trained around the bend, and Red Can Man would never gone down the Pinjarra shoot, would he? No. Well, it wasn't so. even in action there for probably the a lot of his earlier racing yeah. years in WA. So. He, um, yeah, he he had a bit of ring rust, I think, first yeah. up as well. He hadn't raced for seven months. Ring, so. ring rust. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he's just a he's just a, a great horse to fall in love with, isn't he? Because yep. as you said, Pete, he's an on pacer. He's fast. He's tough. So. Over there, old boots. Over there, yeah, tough as old boots. Over there, especially around Caulfield and Mooney mm. Valley and places like that, he, where he can kick off the bend. He's going to be mm. dynamite. So, <clears throat> hopefully, uh, for Red Can and his uh, his many many connections, including one of my great mates, Keith Watson Jr. Hopefully, he can win a big race over there in uh, Victoria this sort of winter, autumn, spring coming up. So. Yep, um, we have Inspirational Girl and Superstorm have joined Superstorm. Sorry, have joined uh, Danny O'Brien in Victoria. Do you know BJ? If that was um, or Pete, if either, mm. you know, if that was because Grant doesn't want to travel this time around, it's only a smaller team. I think last time they went across with five or six, so perhaps because it's just the two, and with what's happening in the world at the moment, yep. pandemics and whatnot, um, it might have just been a. Um, uh, a decision based on numbers, but um, do either of you know if that's the the case? No, I would have liked to have been a fly on the yeah. wall in that uh, in that meeting where they discussed what they were going to do this spring. I think, I think it makes sense. Yeah, well, the proof will be in the pudding, won't it? I think it just depends. Like if uh, everyone thought the Waller decision to send the horses mm. to Waller would 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 be fruitful, and that was a disaster. Um, uh, but Danny O'Brien, he's I guess since returning from that big drama that happened over there and then he set up that beautiful property and he, like he's flying, isn't he, really, you know? So I think he, Bob would have been taken with what he did with Russia and Camelot, Camelot, those sorts of horses. So. Yeah, and speaking with uh, Gareth Hall during the week on RSN, uh, he has spoken to Bob and basically Bob was more impressed with the rural property, mm. wanted very similar training conditions to what the horses were would expect in WA. So I think it's probably the key there. And uh, somebody asked us on Twitter this morning, BJ, um, where is Superstorm? Do you know uh, the latest or is it something we can find out for next week's show perhaps? I don't know, but uh, I'm sure we can find out the next coming days. I saw that on Twitter. I think we need to hit up our Debray Racing News Hounds. Whatever Julio Santarelli or uh, Jay Rooney. I think both those guys have a hotline to Bob Peters and I'm sure they'll be able to get a result for us. Good time for Santa as well. Christmas in July with the uh, Italians winning. Do you like that, Santa? Christmas in July. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> With the Italians winning the Euro 2020 the other uh, the other night, England losing in pen penalties. There's a more just obvious result or a more quintessential result than that. They copped know. it well too, didn't they? Yeah, now they did. They did. Now they're, they're good losers. They're good losers. Always are. <laughs> they got, but uh, and but before we go uh, into our preview, just sh big shout out to Ash Barty. What a superstar! Mm. One Wimbledon. Uh, what a uh, what a dream come true for a, for an Aussie girl to go over there and win win Wimbledon on the on the hallowed grass, and that was a great watch too. But uh, it's been it was a big weekend in sport. Oh. It's going to be an even big week, bigger weekend in racing. Belmont Sound Classic like a, Day. Sound like Eddie McGuire, yeah, yeah. Crack, cracking Belmont um, Belmont Classic, isn't it? It is. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> let's get moving.
Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belmont Classic Day, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton and Pistol Pete Antonitz. We are recording episode 85 of the 1-1, your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is 11.30am on Thursday the 15th of July. Our producer, Jen, is enjoying a well-deserved break which is why the podcast will be published a day later than usual. Listeners, this is for one week only. Next week, it'll go back to its usual Thursday publication slot. Luke Fernie won't be happy. Disappointed? Yeah, he'll be flat. We'll have nothing. Is he going to Northern today? Um, I'm not sure. He's going to Belmont next Saturday. Yeah. Wink, wink. One on one. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. We have Northern, Avon Valley Racing this afternoon. Belmont, Derby, Port Headland on Saturday. You done the derby form yet, Guru? No, I haven't done the derby form. No, no, went the derby. That's round 22, isn't it? You're slipping, mate. And we finish up with Carnarvon on Sunday. Uh, Carnarvon Sunday, I'll be having an absolute launch on as well, I'd suggest. But uh, make sure you stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city, meets, get out, stakes competition. And don't forget our new look. How many more until it becomes not new look? Yeah, another two or three. Yeah, I'm going to go two or three more. Our new look, Champs and Challenges edition of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. We've got Matty Price in this week. I think, uh, yeah, I think he'll uh, he'll have a reasonable fight. Mm. Matty? Matty Price taking on the Sam White. Past winner of the. I reckon Matt Price won format? about three or four oh. the old format. Like he's nah, Sammy's in trouble. Yeah, had yeah. enough gallivanting around. I think, think Matty Price is the real deal, just quietly. Yeah. So we'll find out if the price is right, won't we? We'll find out. So uh, last <laughs> week, with uh, on both on Stakes Day, with everything that was going on, we did speak to Chris Nation on the show. He told us why the rail stayed out of the thirteen meter position, and uh, as a result of protecting the inside part of Belmont Park, we are back at the truth for Belmont Classic Day on Saturday. Pete. Thoughts on conditions for this week's uh, this weekend's Belmont meeting? Uh, we've got what overcast conditions, light wind. I'm expecting a relatively true, uh, even pattern there with the rail and the true. I, I don't think there'll be too much distinct difference between settling positions. We're not they're not very big fields either, so you know we're, we're not expecting any breakneck tempos. We'll probably get a very, few very slowly run races. There's a lot of staying races, which I don't really pay attention to when well, dealing with the anyway. only person that does staying races. I love staying races. I just think staying races, are, if you're tuned into them well, like everybody that I hear talking about WA racing says, oh, well, I can skip that one. I don't do. Is it because races. of the ra- randomness of the- but There's the- randomness in all racing. So, so maybe, we, we maybe, bet on odds, we bet on prob- maybe probability. Maybe there's more of a – maybe the number crunchers think that there's more of a – Pete's unlucky here because it's about the 10th person that said it's the first one I pulled up. So it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, there's, the there's, people that, back. there's people that don't do two-hour races. There's people that don't do maidens. I don't know. Like, so it, it's all right. You've got to stick to strengths. Yeah. They need to grow yeah. up. Mm. <laughs> I did back Ken, uh, Tino Kutu last start for oh, a really good result. Did so you? That was something. Did you declare it as your best of the day? I did actually. Oh, did you? With G-Hall on RSN. G'day, Gareth. <laughs> how did we lose Gareth? Like, he's, a, he's a rock star. How, hey. did we, how did we let him slip through our fingers over the noise? That's a, yeah. one of the great mysteries. Look, we're not too sure, but uh, he's a good man, G-Hall. All right. Now, well, I wanted to hear more there. I felt like you had uh, – felt like you could have opened up the shoulders there, Peter. Oh, no, it's just an impersonation, T.L. Oh, no, I'm all about why we might have lost him. Or... Better offer? Yeah, oh, perhaps. Okay. I don't know. No, there's a lot going Cash. on over there in Melbourne. Cash. Okay. Uh, soft six on Saturday? Yep, I would say so. Yeah. Maybe a five. Probably play like a yeah. four. 
pretty uh it just there's <laughs> a lot of rain this morning i think i think soft six is the the safest way to go but um it's a nice fresh pad so there's no reason that the inside should play um anything but nicely so i think yeah yeah hit the nail on the uh on the scone all right let's get started race right. one 12.07 p.m. It's the free entry to Belmont Park Plate for two-year-olds. I can't the believe they're not charging. I just can't believe they're not charging. Is that is that the, incredible? It, it's what, like what a great up, It's like way. opening up the gates to Disneyland. What it? a great way to start the day, free entry. Like, oh, and you're in front from oh, the get-go. Gee whiz. So, that's just that's something. I'll, I'll hold back because, you know, after being back for the first time this season, seeing the renovations, I'm surprised they're not charging because <laughs> taking out that natural light out of the little dungeon there, removing the sports centre – um, you know, there's no airflow anymore. It well, must so be said. it keeps everyone a bit warmer, though, doesn't it? Oh, look. Oh, I, I'm not a fan, but me. they've done it for various reasons. So I like when you when you park like I don't know 300 meters from the from the gate, and the uh, the car park is all underwater. That's yep. a really enjoyable stroll yep. from from the car park to. Uh, so yeah, the first race is 12:07. If you want to get there for the first, you need to park for about 10:30 a.m. Yeah, so just just to make sure you can get in and watch the first <laughs> yeah, you take, race. Yeah, you so. take your hiking boots and a walking stick. <laughs> anyway, make sure you all get down to Belmont <laughs> Park this week. Uh, Pistol and I both have a runner in as well. We'll discuss it when we get to him. But race number one. Uh, over the 1,200 metres for the two-year-olds. We only have a couple of weeks. What do we got? 7, 8, 24, 30 days to have September, mm. April, June, and November. So 31 days in July. So we have two more meetings after this one. So two more two-year-old races. So this is the third last. Jeez, I made that hard work, didn't I? But we got there eventually. Before they, before they turned three. Before they turned three. <laughs> um, BJ, you're a resident uh, two-year-old guru. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that's uh, that's caught your attention? Is that your stuff on sports bet? The best bets? Not at the moment. That's I'm, not. I'm, is on, it? I'm on school holidays hiatus. Okay, I'll be back. So. I'll be back on deck. You have next a distinctive week. riding style. Yeah, so Being missed Greg Hooper. I thought it was hoops. Yeah. For, for all those people who have wondering where hoops has got to, that's he, where he is. He is uh, he's back working for uh, doing some stuff with best bets, and uh, that is his quality information that you'll see on the uh, on the sports bet website where they uh, do the previews and overviews for each West Australian race. So yeah, the two race obviously the favorite current two dollar twenty favorite Storm Commander ran well on debut behind beads, then turned the table on be- tables on beads. Uh, last start with a pretty pretty strong thousand meter performance. I don't know that he he's will be most people's on top selection. I actually thought the run of Forever Autumn in the same race was really really encouraging. Three and four wide, no cover, hit the line hard from a from a low draw on Saturday is going to get a more economical run, and uh, I imagine that um, this horse can elevate off that first up run and fight out the finish. Interesting runner for me is the seven. Not secret, I think I mentioned on the podcast last week that. When we we're discussing its array day and its chances last uh, Saturday, who uh, then went out and bolted in for a uh, pretty um, impressive list of owners. Um, not just secret. Saw, just saw one of them make a big fifty. Really? Yeah, Mitch Marsh. Ah, oh. yeah, he had a big. Uh, we just got got home as well. Got the chockies. Aussies beat the yeah. West Indies. Yeah. Very good. Dominant display. Uh, so we spoke about. I said that the stable, the Wolf Stable, has an opinion of not secret, and uh, he did defeat. It's uh, Ray Day in a barrier trial. The only the only concern I have with Not Secret is he has been scheduled to trial twice recently, but they've been abandoned on on both occasions, I think, or or the track has has hasn't been suitable for him to go around on. So he uh, he is at one trial short, but I'm sure that uh, that Wolfie has got the uh, the. 
track work into him uh, leading into this 1,200-meter debut. But he's a he's a really nice horse who will make his presence felt on debut. But for mine, I think that Storm Commander stands out as a horse to beat. But at 2.20, I'm thinking that uh, that Forever Autumn at $485. I reckon um, this what's your f- Colt Gelding um, Forever Autumn. I think this horse is the one that can really uh, lay the gauntlet down to the favorite. Yep, Forever Autumn for me. Um, not secret, I think might end up being the best horse in the race. But as BJ said, it's now a fair way between trial and debut, and the debut is at 1,200. Mm. Um, have a rule that I like to take him on past the 1,000 metres on debut, unless we're getting the right sort of fancy price for it. But uh, I think the 450 or so for Not Secret's about um, about bang on. But uh, I've marked Forever Autumn a slight favourite here. Um, plenty of respect for the Storm Commander win last start. I know Chrissy got the 1-1, but uh, he didn't have it for a long period of time. It was always working, always under sufferance. I think I think the 1200 meters will really be up Storm Commander's um, alley, but I think Forever Autumn can park on him and, and have that final crack. And what we've seen at Belmont this year is it's, it's hard to win as a leader down the long straight on wet tracks. You're a bit of a sitting duck late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's such an advantageous position to have that little cart up. So uh, Forever Autumn never lost a trial. Um, my boy Chris, I thought, went pretty well the other day yeah. as well to make that yeah. trial form look a little bit better. <clears throat> Four deep, no cover off the track, quick as last two. No right to do so. Clint Johnson to is flying um, five bucks. That's plenty for me. Yeah, forever autumn for me, Pete. Yeah, I've got no interest in betting in this race, but I do have forever <laughs> autumn as like a, a slight sort of a slight bit of value, but it's not really a, a race that I've got a great deal of time for. We're not finding out anything too special about any of these. As you said, not secret, full to one of my favourite horses from the Wolf Stable over the years and three secrets. Love to see it in the flesh there on Saturday. Mm. But, yeah, I've got absolutely no inclination to be betting here. Are you checking them out from the yard on Saturday? I will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means nothing because I've got no profile on any horse in WA over the last probably year and a half. So it's more just how they parade on the day and I'll be making very minor adjustments, but that'll be about it. What are you going to wear? Well, it depends. If I want to get up into the members there at Belmont, I can't wear jeans. So, uh, gee whiz, that would be a travesty, wouldn't it? I mean, at what stage do we actually let people onto course and into members like they are at Caulfield where you can wear shorts? You know, just make yourself look presentable. That's all they're asking there in Melbourne at the moment. Flemington excluded because that's just, you know, general wank. But seriously, it's Perth racing. It's Belmont in the middle of winter. You should be able to wear whatever you want to go up into that members floor. We're trying to attract young people to the game or not? I love the Pete that's turned Absolutely. Just, I just couldn't be happy no, with I, the Pete that's turned I agree. Today. I agree 100%. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even listen. I just watched yeah. his face and how fired up he was. Sorry, I didn't hear a Let's rant one down. There's <laughs> about 18 to go. We need, we need we need you back in Perth, Pete. Oh, we really do. We've lost <laughs> Gary Paul. We can't lose Pete. <laughs> we need, we need well. Pete, Pete. He's uh, he's got the ear to some real movers and shakers as well, so he can get things done. Pete Are you Anderson. coming back in early December for the for the social event of the year? I know I haven't told you about it till about ten minutes ago, and I, I mentioned it briefly. I'll be here for that time of year, I'm sure. Anyway, is that? Uh Around Kingston gone. Town. Yeah, we'll be oh, okay. Time. You know what? I've got a wedding on Railway Stakes Day this year. Yeah. Not mine, What's but someone name? else's. You and Fran? No, that's yeah, not exactly. Legal. So, yeah. That's not legal. Yeah. So, so does Terry. Ah, good uh, stuff. Oh, Lockie Taylor's filling <laughs> in for you, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. You have been booked for, uh, a, is it a wedding down south? No, it's a, it's a weekend away. It's called, um, oh, there's some drinking and eating thing down south. Um, on Railway Stakes. On Railway Stakes Day, but Nicola and I, and she's very big on this as well, I have decided that if Dig Deep heads to the railway, yeah. 
um, and is under, I think we said under 25 bucks in the <laughs> railway. Um, we're both not going to go. We're going to go and, uh, yeah. I just didn't realize when I booked it so in. What no, about, it's my favorite day of the year. So what about if he's $31? Three favorite days what about if he's $31? Will you just have a bit of money? Into I'm going to launch him to make sure he comes in. <laughs> might, cost me about, might cost me about 10 grand to get there, but uh, don't you worry, I'll be there. And then, he'll, then he'll trade 70s on the exchange. If anyone knows Terry... Railway Stakes Day is is Christmas Day for the guru. Oh, he does right. like an eight to twelve page white paper on twelve. The, uh, <laughs> on, it's about twenty seven on the on the race itself. Like this is this oh, is a big, just the race this is a big deal. So, yeah. so for for Mrs. Guru to uh, to get uh, Terry to commit to or mm. half commit to an event on that day is uh, I don't know. It's it's big. It tells a story. It tells a big story. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Race two. Yeah, just move on, please. Town Touch <laughs> West Speed Platinum Handicap. Thousand meter race here, uh, twelve forty-seven p.m. The reason why I'm stalling and reading out the time is because I am lacking a heap of enthusiasm for this particular event. Does anyone want to take the reins? It is dog, dog shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, you actually just—I was going to say—I was like, "Am I allowed to swear?" Oh, is that almost the good thing about this race, though? Yeah. So because you can put a line through so many really quickly, there's. So Advocator's one who improved last start because of the wet track. It's 13 or 1,200 down to 1,000. 13 back to 1,000. 13 back to 1,000. Line through it. She's Vital couldn't walk last start. Indigo Wild from the gate with Maddie. Um, I, I find that hard to have. Looks like Magic New Trainer. Run off its legs at 1,000. Dark City's just a battler. Goes back to last. Yep. I'll take it on. City Circle at best with the speed map is in the breeze. At mm-hmm. best, at best, at best. Can I win from the breeze? Take it on. Bedlam no. Bell, I'm taking on permanently. I know Pike and the blinkers go on through back the fence. If it's going to win one, this is probably it. Yep. So it leaves Snippy Miss and Express Time. Snippy Miss is 1,200 back to 1,000, um, which I just do not think suits Snippy Miss. Classy macro went pretty well last week, even though it was beaten a few lengths. Yeah. Boom, it's horrible, but that's a query on that form line. So it just leaves Express Time. It simply leaves Express Time. We get the claim. Express Time beat uh, Snippy Miss three back in so, very similar conditions. Same race, basically. Uh, exactly yeah. the same race yeah. because of the claim of Lacta. Um doesn't meet Snippy Miss any worse at the weights. Last start, uh, it was seven days ago, and last time Express Time backed up off the seven days was, was yeah. also that victory as well. So, um, look, I'm $2.60 Express Time. I, I'm not even sure. I think Snippy Miss a chance of leading over the 1,000 still, um, but Express Time can either breeze, sit on the back of City Circle, can lead. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty um, – it's got many options in that sense, and and the soft six might suit more than the heavy eight. Maybe it didn't quite run through the ground as well as we'd like last start. Express time, yeah, potentially. I yeah, thought he yeah, just had a three wide no cover sort of. Yep. Uh, actually, oh, that Olga Louisa race. How did I know you used a bit of a different system as what I do, Pete? How, did that come up pretty quick as well? I thought it wasn't too bad in yeah, comparison to the Bofine. They didn't break the class benchmark, but it right. was a it was a fast tempo that. Olga Luisa was just completely blessed. but yep. And that's the problem here for me. I agree with everything that you said about mm. Express Time. Now, if you could actually tell me that they were going to lead and lead at some sort of genuine pace, it would be a complete and utter certainty. Yeah. Mm. Why, why have they been so hesitant oh, to lead this program? I don't know. Yeah. But they, they just want to take a sit with it. They want to take a sit with Circle, uh, City Circle. Round number two coming. Here we go. Oh, so who's leading this race? I mean, just someone take up the running. It's 1,000 metres. 100%. Fastest horses win. Express time has enormous figures from last preparation. Shane Curley. Is, is, it, is, it, is it because they're trying to make it into a 1,200 meter I, horse? I, I really I, don't know. I, I, Just I think, put the foot down. Yeah. Just go for it. Go as fast as you can. It will win. 
So if okay, so is that well that is that the instructions to Romoli? Leg him up, what do you say? Oh look, no one will pay attention to a thing I say anyway. But if it does go to the front and it looks like any sort of tempo there, I'll be launching an in run yep. using the exchange. It That's will um, anyway. My my prediction is express time will be backed off the map. I've marked it two sixty. And the top people that have asked me this morning yep. said I reckon it will trade three bucks. The data perks so, will get all over it because it's just got those big yep. figures and it just stands out. It just, you're looking at the rest of this field, they're barely benchmark horses for yep. the most part. Yeah, the I think Sippy Miss, well. Miss has some has some good figures. Just not at a thousand. Yeah, not at a thousand. It's hundred percent. So yeah, for me, I had Express Time and Sippy Miss kind of basically equal, which is what the market has them at the moment. But I lent Express towards, Time. I lent towards Express Time. I'll yeah. do a um, settle. What do I come up with? I'll do a, <laughs> a naked lap of <laughs> Belmont next. If it doesn't start favourite, yeah, on the exchange. Yep. Very good. Belmont, the suburb, or Belmont Park <laughs> Race? <laughs> you guys, you, you guys, you guys can pick. <laughs> Now there's yeah. going to be some punters out there just oh, like this. Yeah, especially <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm with I'm with you guys. Pete's if, bringing if, the worst if, out of me. If Lactar can just say, "Look, I'm leading," uh, could be uh, should be game over from there. Yeah. I'm actually pulling my phone out to have more on it to message your to get more on it. Mm. That's this is the bad part about doing podcasts with Pete. You just get a bit uh, you get a bit overexcited at times. Um, um, but yeah, and it's just like the, the only thing that the only thing I could possibly see unfolding other than express time victory is soft run, sleepy miss, peeling, getting last yeah. crack at it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. She's in really good form. Her trial before this prep was outstanding. So she's clearly just humming at the moment, snippy. Yeah. And then I don't think she's ever led in her life. So for, no. for them to work forward from gate 11 lead and, and sling on, it was great good. ride. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think the boys have uh, got summed this race up pretty pretty well. So let's move on to race three of the day. Terry, do you want to read out this one? I would love to read out this one, BJ. I'm just going to continue to talk while I scroll. Uh, the Glenroy. Uh, I see why you wanted me to read this one out. Shaff, Red Bags McShaff handicap the 66 plus over the thousand meters, and um, and we see the uh, the the Saturday. Debut of material witness, BJ. Some heavy hitters in this ownership group, mm, Peter. The Perth Racing Guru part owned material mm. witness. Have you? I know. Delaney, I know Ken how, Norton. Yeah, keep going. Tom, yeah, Tom Percy, gonna, Tom Percy QC. Careful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, better be careful when those are out there. Jimmy Ronnie, Troy McGrath. Actually, Jared Rinaldi. I went to school with Jared. There you go. Hello, shout out to you, Jared. Um, so. I know the way that you like horses to be placed, Terry. To and are you? Obviously, you got one hundred percent trust in the Adam Durant champion trainer and champion stable. Are you? Communication's it, great. Are you intrigued that it's <laughs> not actually meant that? It's that sounded taken. sarcastic. Yeah. I meant. I actually meant that. Like he's the voicemail. Adam's communication. The voicemail. Yeah. yeah, the the written emails from Durant are dog shit. But the the <laughs> voicemails we get from Adam, um, you sort of. Yeah, it's really good. He'll actually not – he'll jump off the fence and say, yeah, I think we'll win today. We should be a good thing today or I think we may struggle for this reason or I think um, – yeah, he's he tells you what he what he really thinks and you can sort of deduce if you want to have a, a bet from that on top of your own form. So my question is, are you surprised it's taken the camp so long to get material witness to a Saturday race? I am. Um, I thought the Albany wins were really good placement. We went around $1.40 twice and the prize money for first is only like two grand less, I think, or three grand less than what we would have raced in town. So I thought that was really good placement there. And plus we only got the two points um, for that class two win as well. So it was really nice placement. 
Um, but yeah, I thought um, I thought when we beat to rise again on the 17th of June, maybe that that was probably where we were ready to come to a Saturday as a 65 rate to go to a 60 plus and carry sort of the same weight mm. um, as what we got now. But that's it's okay though. I, I think it, it's all okay if we went. There was a race today, being Thursday, um, where as Adam said, we would have. What well, we would have been a moral. Would have I think we would have in, absolutely yeah. trotted in. He said, but I got to a point now where we would have risked three points for what was first price today? 15, yeah. 20,000. Yeah, not even. Or not we even. risk four points, an extra point for 41,500. So now is where we've got to be aiming here and, and trying. You've got to, otherwise, we're going to pick up too many points. Next thing you know, we're going to be a 70, 75, 78 Raider. And yeah. we haven't, yeah, we haven't won a Saturday. So, so the thing with Material Witness is perhaps uh, seeing this horse, in, like it, seeing this horse in the flesh. Uh, um, the way that it can perform on race day, perhaps it was part of a, yeah, perhaps it was a p- part of a longer educational type program for this particular horse just to try and get its head right. And now that it's bang on, let's go to town and have a crack. Well, do you know what one of the big things is actually? Uh, I think we were going to go to a Saturday. Um, well, we were considering it possibly, um, but because of the horse and uh, his little mental issues, Adam didn't want to separate him from William Pike and Pikey was uh, committed to one of ah. Bob's in that ride. So, But there's probably layers to the discussion. Mm, that's yeah. why otherwise we probably would have gone around in race number eight, um, but Pikey's obviously booked on real grace, okay. over 1,200 metres. So... Everything being said, uh, how much are we having on? No, I don't think we're having anything on, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit negative, though. Uh, it's funny, Brad went up six bucks this morning. I, I had him about six bucks, didn't take any, but I, I do think just with the profile, Pike Durant 5, um, that'll probably be uh, a reasonable price come jump. But no, I, this, is a, this is a very difficult race to, yeah. to get a handle on. I was hoping that um, our resident... Uh, our resident, I don't know where I'm going here. Our man that we've invited, the resident, homeless guy, the homeless guy, yeah. <laughs> resident weapon, the homeless guy hey, wearing, his, wearing his grandma's sweater could um, give us some uh, some clarity on a difficult uh, event. Are you a bit lost without Fran? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more probably lost without. Uh, She's implanted without in your memory, isn't she? Oh. Does she make sure you don't soil yourself? <laughs> Should I get up and leave? <laughs> Should I branch out with my jokes? <laughs> Maybe something about being rooted. I don't know. That's just <laughs> oh, the rot's really set in. Um, this race is actually impossible. Mm, yeah. um, you can make a case for basically every single runner on their best. We've got three horses with no trial. Uh, well, I'm, I'm including Captain Kink, who's yep. had a 49 day right, letup. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think was actually at its best for most of this preparation. So it's a genuine query on that horse, although it's coming from some pretty decent form lines. And it got absolutely cooked by that yeah, Peter's yeah. horse that took it on. What was that? State Attorney that yeah. randomly led that day last start and hence has a, uh, like you said, Pete, 49 days between runs. Yeah. You can go five starts ago and it carried, uh, beaten under a length, Miss Kentucky carrying five kilos more. Yeah, than yeah. And was that over a thousand? Yeah. It's a real, I think it's a real yeah. thousand meter horse, yeah. 700 maybe. So it, it ticks quite a few boxes and I can mark it favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Danny first up, no trial, last preparation, ran a really good figure, course and distance, running second, beaten under half a length. So Is that's that Brooklyn Pier? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. yep. So that's a strong positive there. Comes at times doing really well and will probably appreciate the fact that there's no – there's some speed in this race, but I could imagine both our Danny and Captain Kink sort of half looking at each there's other for no the first nerve. 100. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no genuine leader, yeah. uh, but comes a time, maps really well. Guns of Navarone's coming off a 28-day break, does much better month plus, wasn't suited last start. There's a little positive there. Mankind, again, has some pretty decent form. I thought it was actually okay there running home uh, last start. And Silken Eyes is 
basically one of those horses that on its day can knock off anything. And I haven't even mentioned Dia Della Razza. Dia Della Razza as well, same thing. You know, if you told me that the horse is ready, fit enough, it certainly has the track and distance figures and it handles the conditions if it is a little bit soft. Material Witness was given no real ride at all their last start. It was just no intent at all and ended up, yeah, four or five wide, no cover and was actually doing its best work late. It's just impossible. Mm. I mean, that's that's the entire field. You shot value here, don't you? you, you yeah. You come up with a you come up with what you think looks like a uh, a market that makes some type of sense. Maybe yep. you got a low percentage market, a ninety percent market, and you and you bet into it. Are, are there any at the current price um, which come up uh, somewhere near a bet for you? Yeah, our Downey's the one. Okay. Just purely that first up profile, but yep. it is a really. Do you think they try and lead, or do you think they take a sit on the back? Of I th- think think they'll probably end up leading by default. Yep. Captain King just sort of slides across yeah, and, and just, in the just breezes, comes to time yeah. parks on him. The, the interesting part for me, because I sent the uh, some of the owners, a material witness, a little bit of a rundown, and I said, we're in a real sticky spot from Barrier 5 because directly under us, we've got Mankind, Guns and Navarone, it comes to time. Now, I expect comes a time to hold its spot. Guns and Navarone is a horse that can jump nicely and land yeah. behind him, can also miss it. Mankind's a horse that can miss it, can also jump nicely. Um, so I said, we're really, I think if we park on the back of those runners, we're going to find it very difficult. If we park in front of them in the 1-1 one, one type thing, then it's probably um, it's mm. game on for us. So that, that's the key. And that's something you can't, you can just guess yep. what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. I, when, to answer your initial question about what the shopping value, for, for me, I might come to time and material witness equal. Are you worried about top, the top 100 back to 1,000 off seven days for comes a time? Deep, no, deep, deep, deep into a prep? Not really. Like I, I, I did, When it comes to Justin Warwick, I try not to over, overthink those things because I don't think he overthinks them as well. Yeah. They're not even a concern to him. So he just doesn't Seven miss. days ago on a, on a heavy track, we saw it off the bit on the turn and yeah, then but, it picked up again late and got through the ground. They they were, that, that's, were, not, that's not a good grounding run maybe. for 1,000. Don't get me wrong, I'm equal favourite. They were hooning though, still weren't they? Last, yeah. last, last Saturday they were poorly had them hooning and mm-hmm. I don't think that, they're, as Pete said, I think they're just going to be sort of moderate on uh, from a speed point of view. Uh, who knows, probably hasn't had a saddle on it all week, Justin Warwick, and he freshen, and all of a sudden it freshens up. I, I'm not sure, but the horse's form is impeccable, this preparation, and uh, I, Notorious One just absolutely pulled out a crazy first-up result after bungling the start and everything last week to go home better than it. But other than that was the run of the race, really. So it was ran third start before, I think, to Amasinas, was it, and was three wide, no cover the entire uh yeah, like he for me, I think it's a comes a time has to start favourite, and I think that material witness will keep firming and will get very close to favouritism on uh, as the closer we get to start time. But at, right at this moment in time, material witness is the bet for me. Oh, there yep. you go. Oh, I like that. Mm. You've clearly got it a lot shorter than I do. Yeah. Uh, what price, mankind? Uh, I didn't do full markets. Yep. I'm on school holidays hiatus, but uh, I probably would have had it about $16, I think. So, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I was $9 mankind. Thought it hit the line nicely. Just if it can jump land in that spot. The main reason I found mankind at that price, this is $1,200. I'd have mm. mankind your favourite. Mm. That that, the 1000 was the thing yep. for me, yeah. Just if she can land 1-1 one, one and jump, like I said, and, and put herself in that spot, mankind is an absolute, um, the first at Northern can't be far away, mm. uh, is an absolute swimmer. And uh, if Holly can land 1-1 one, one and get right on the band and get into it, they're going to find it very hard to get past a horse that absolutely relishes um, the slop. So if you're looking for a uh, – so the only one that comes up a bit at this time for me is um, is Mankind, but could make a case as Pete said for them. Yeah, Mankind, Terry, as a, 
punting proposition. As a punting proposition. Uh, Pete yeah. was uh, our Danny as punting proposition, and me, I was uh, quite keen on material witness coming to town. <sighs> okay, theory, man. We just spent a long time in a race. None of us have any clue on. That was good stuff. <laughs> race four of the day is the Amelia Park handicap, twenty one hundred meters, special conditions. We have is San Crispino still in the race? Yeah, well, I don't reckon it's impossible to back up a four okay. days. So we have eight uh, small field eight to face the starter. Um, Terry was just telling us about his enthusiasm for staying races, wasn't he, Pete? So how are we looking, Guru? Got, got a lot of enthusiasm for this one, actually. Um, I, I would like to ask you, BJ, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, you're going to have Blackwater Bay on top. I am, yep. Yeah, okay. Why? why? Uh, put him on. Well, <laughs> I think he was well-ridden when he defeated Born to Try three starts ago, and I've been critical of the Johnston Porter rides his last two. I reckon we are being... I was critical too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I reckon we're being far too harsh. Like he's peeled out of the 600 and got rolling into it for a stayer. Like maybe he's going to touch early potentially, but they haven't been that bad. I think Blackwater Bay – I've got this as a three-horse race, so yeah. it's, one, it's one of the three. Yeah. But I think it's being priced on its name and this reputation that it's still holding. All man's been at home its last two, having yeah. basically the same run as it, its last two. Yeah, I, but that's – but also I don't think – I don't think Clint has ridden Blackwater Bay to its strengths. Like, so you think Lactar's going to just ride it dead cold out the back? I, th- I think they're going to have to learn from what they've done wrong the last two and just ride it quiet. Patient, we want patient Lactar. Yep. And then um, let the rest of them just um, cut themselves to bit and then just bring Blackwater Bay with a well-timed run. So 260 Blackwater Bay, 10 bucks all man. No, don't get me wrong. Oh, that was this, this was pre-markets when I was doing the form last <laughs> night. All, all man, I was – Rather, before you put me on the spot there, I was going to say Blackwater. (laughs) That's fair enough. Blackwater Bay is the horse that I have on top, but I think think All Man is the uh, the horse that can definitely knock him off. Yeah, but what about when when neither of those two win, though? Well, then I'm clueless. So, um, (laughs) but Blackwater Bay has been in fast races and John Supporter has gone forward mid-race uh, on fast tempo, three wide, and I just don't think that's his go. Mm-hmm. I think he, I, I think he, at this stage of his career, he needs to be ridden quiet, saved up, and he, he needs to have an economical run so he can um, be strong at the end of the race. So I think he'll get that here because there's nothing here that's going to go bonkers out in front and set a ridiculous tempo like they've copped last two. So that's my theory. Yeah, no, look, um, it's look as I said, I think it's a three-horse race. I just I had a feeling Who's that Blackwater Bay, well, the winner is Sugar Kane. I think you'll find. Mm. Um, I had a feeling when they um they were going to go up crazy, a crazy price Blackwater Bay again. Like I, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it wins the race. Um, but dearie me, that's um yeah, it's just a little bit short. All Man gets I think three kilos on its last yeah. run for, for beating it home, and um, but All Man is All Man, and All Man who has been racing so far out of his grade. I think in the last three races he's raced 10 10 16 10 he's still so out he's, he's still out of he's his only grade. three points out of his yeah. grade now though so this is uh clearly a far better setup for him but uh, have a look at sugar cane um really interesting stuff what they try and do with this horse whenever they put the apprentice on yeah. and then back it up off seven days they're serious and w pike goes on so last campaign uh, off the seven days after the apprentice went on came out and won really well second time they tried that was actually at ascot and it only went okay it ran third Going back through Sugarcane's numbers, it simply can't lift its legs um, at Ascot. And at Belmont, it's got a, oh, I haven't got it in front of me, about a 70 or 80% POT. It's just a different horse yeah. um, at Belmont. So I think this will be a race where 
As, as BJ mentioned, it's going to be a messy map. We might see Choose Freedom go forward to the breeze. Melarab likely leads them up, but Melarab won't be able to give um, a big enough kick um, second up at the 2100 leading. It's a bit like the money that came for Lollipop Lane yesterday. Like, I, that, I, I was going to screenshot it and send it to you. I was going to say, is this your well, money? I knew, I knew it was going to come because yeah. you knew it was going to lead. Yeah. Whenever they know whenever they know the lead, they're not fit enough. On a, seriously, how good are you going to be training a horse on a heavy track first up to be winning and leading at 2000? Did they know? I didn't expect it to be leading, but it looked outstanding physically. Yeah, like it yeah. looked really good. So, so I'll be following next start for sure. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah. yeah, that was a type of run. Um, yeah. yeah, it should bring it a long way forward. But uh, I just think this will turn into a real um, a real mess up front. I think barrier three means Pikey just goes to sleep. Um, three back defence type thing. Yeah. And these staying races, when they're a mess and, and someone gets the final crack on a long straight, Sugarcane was only warming up final last 200 and, and Holly got chopped out badly at the two. She was going to finish a lot closer um, than she did. So, look, it's the point of difference form line. I'm saying it's Blackwater Bay and All Man, which yeah. has got to, you've got to say there's very little between them. Mm. Price-wise, there's a big difference. And then you've got Sugarcane who's coming from um, sort of a different form reference, a different idea in that sense. Um, I'm really keen to be backing Sugarcane. Well, she won five races, Parks one four and, yeah. Think, yeah. And, and I have to be backing all man at that price. That's wild. I'm three twenty sugarcane, four eighty Blackwater Bay, four eighty all man. Mm-hmm. So ten bucks all man and five bucks five fifty sugarcane. That's a reasonable two horse play. All the ones that are having a their debuts at the staying trip, take them on. Yeah, look, I must say I haven't actually finished this race. I haven't done any of the replays. I'll leave the staying races to last because I like to go through them in a little bit more detail. Really make sure I've actually watched the whole of the last race as opposed yeah. to just snipping through. Yeah. But on first face, uh, first look, this really looks like a sugar cane race, doesn't it? Because it's just awful. No speed. You'll get the right run at some point. Pike's not going to get blocked in. And just most of these horses just aren't very good, to be fair. Yeah, interesting to see how Kalaroo goes first crack at a trip. I thought his last two runs in better company have been pretty encouraging. He's run fourth to comfort me and then fourth to yeah. play Marika. That form is really strong. Uh, however, um, 59 and a half first crack at 2100 meters, uh, heavy, soft, significantly rain affected track anyway. It'd be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, look, oh. I've been pretty impressed with Sluice Box's yeah. splits as well. And and that's probably the, the way I'd opt to go if I'm playing in the race is, is back sugar cane and Sluice Box for a result because there's not going to be any speed here. This might be a 1300 no, meter race. Box yeah, exactly. If they, don't, if they don't go quick. The one thing I'll say, and this probably doesn't apply so much in this situation because as Pete said, they, they won't go overly quick here, um, is in saying that they won't go overly quick here, but then you, there, they might, they, there might be a mid-race, 100% there could be yeah. a mid-race. Choose Freedom Sand, or something. Sandcrew Speed yeah. on the four-day backup or one of them should, should show some foresight and probably uh, probably do that. But um, a lot of them having their sort of first crack at the journey probably don't want the mid-race. <laughs> But one thing is I, I, a lot of people often say, well, the way Sluicebox is getting home, like Sluicebox is savaging the line, yeah. career best form just about at the minute. You get up to 2,100 metres, you lose that ability yeah. to savage the line. People think, oh, because you're savaging the line, the further you go, the better. Uh, that's not how it works in the slightest. Remember an old Simon Miller horse, Power Princess, savaged the line at the 1,200 metres. The moment I went to 14, could not run a final two or four. Because it goes slower. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I just just didn't have just didn't have the legs um, yeah. over the over the final. So I'm not saying that will happen with sluice box. But my uh, over the long journey, the majority of horses just simply don't stay. So I, I take them all on unless you're getting a, a crazy price. I love I love to see horses like Calaroo, um and sluice box go around here and take up sort of thirty percent of the market, forty percent of the market between them. Okay, sugar man, all man, sugar, cane man, man. Won't you hurry? <laughs> Should we I'm tired of these scenes. Um, this is the Pikes. Wizard. This is the first of Pikes 
five winners for the day? He'll ride the next three. Okay. Yeah, he's going to ride a lot of winners here. This is going to be a good race to race double in the staying races at about 35 to 1. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Just so skip to race seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break and get uh, stuck into the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. It's time for our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring has been heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get an opportunity, drop in and see the publican in Butchie O'Connor. Say g'day. Let him know you are a 1-1 listener. It was great to see Fraser Hay, our uh, four-time mastermind winner. He was up there on Saturday celebrating his uh, his birthday with the publican in Butchie O'Connor, and there was a couple of photos on Twitter as well, which came over really well. So great to see our listeners getting up there and supporting the uh, the pub, the Mundaring Hotel. So last week, Terry, we witnessed Sam White. He took on the H-Train, Fraser Hay, and he put an end to his winning streak. Today, he takes on Matt Price, a multiple mastermind winner under the old system, it must be said, Matt. So Matt Price, welcome to the 1-1. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I um, I won a few times in the old system and in, went up to the Mungdaring Hotel and enjoyed a few steak sandwiches. The missus gave me a hard time saying that I've won more on your quiz than I ever have on the punt. So I'm just disappointed <laughs> that you changed the system. She <laughs> <laughs> said she's used to beans on toast on a Saturday afternoon, not bloody steak sandwich and a pint. So. Brilliant, Matty. Brilliant, Matty. Well, you were you were a regular entrant in our under our old system, so it's only fitting that we have you uh, joining us on Mastermind 2.0. So, and good luck uh, with today's uh, Mastermind taking on the reigning champion Sam White back to defend his title. Sammy, how have how has life life changed for you <laughs> since claiming the mantle of WA Racing Mastermind? Oh, huge, BJ. You know, can't even go down to the shops without copping it. <laughs> um, you are the mastermind, be Sam White, stop. Um, things full on. You know, Tommy Johnson's not too happy with my performance, but we'll keep going. Yeah, I noticed that you copped a bit of heat on Twitter. So um, it's just that tall poppy syndrome really kicking in, isn't it? So you can't get too ahead of yourself on uh, <laughs> in WA Racing because uh, the Twitter Twitterati will come for you, mate. But uh, you did well last week. Let's see if you can repeat the dose. We got uh, Matty Price. Sam White, and uh, just remember, fellas, Matt, Sam, your names are your buzzers. So to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. And our guest, Pistol Pete Antonitz, he is taking over as quiz master for today's episode. Pete, fire away. Good luck, Sam. Challenger, are you ready? Broadcast. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, good. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Good enthusiasm, boys. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Question one. Name the $1.12 favourite that was beaten by rivalry galore in the 2016 Belmont yeah. Classic. Tammy. Um, Four, three, two, one. Eh, Matt Price. You, you got a free hit at it, Matt. Oh, it's got to be a Peter's horse. Four, um, three, five. two, one. No, no. Oh, I can't. I like that one. Who was it, Pete? Mystery Miss. What, Mis- a, what a oh. voice! Hasn't he got a voice? Yeah. 
I'm Mike, enjoying Mike this. Whitney, it's all the constant whiskey and cigars. That's what living in Melbourne does to you people. Question two. Who is the new trainer of both Inspirational Girl and Superstorm? No. Matt Price. Um, Danny O'Brien. Correct. Challenger off the off the mark. Matt one, Sam zero. I'm holding up my arms to signal points. <laughs> you can't see that, but we'll edit that in post. It'll be okay. Question three. Who was the last Belmont Classic winner to go on to win a group one? Matt. Matt. Come play with me. Ah, oh, yeah, correct. Well oh, I feel like uh, we've got a smarty on our hands here, Ooh. BJ. It might not be uh, beans on toast this week, I reckon. <coughs> he's uh, he's kicked clear early, 2-0. Question four. Name the 2014 WA Guineas winner who is now a highly promising WA-based stallion. Matt. Rommel. Oh. Correct again. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, can we just check you're still there? Yeah, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh brilliant Terry, stuff. Brilliant stuff. The positive swab from last week. I think it's been played this week again. But I, I tell you what, you might be able to run your maiden again, I reckon, because, uh, yeah, the punters are going to get their money back. But, uh, no, good job, Sammy. Uh, you were a, a good challenger for the seven days that lasted. Seven days too long, according to Tommy Johnson. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty, uh, pretty bang on there. Uh, well done, Matty. Um, that was a... Very good. You are the uh, Matt Price. You are the mastermind. Sammy White, the Sam White. Um, did you see that the uh, Sam White rule was required last mm. week to uh, to declare the Get Out Stakes winner, Sammy? Um, no, I didn't, but I'm glad it's been put to good use. Yeah, 100%. Now, he's like, gone, but he's not forgotten. No, AJ. definitely not. He's, he's, he's part of the fabric of the 1 1. Has he got a special for us this week? Sammy, hit us. Yeah, I do have a special, funnily enough. Oh. Um, Raid 8 Morphabill. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, yeah. Love it. Reynolds. Reynolds, what type of price are we talking, Sammy? Last week you, you threw one out at about two fifty-three bucks, and it got the job done. Saluted. Uh, I think it was was that the Jamie Carr hundred wins? Was that was that the horse? Yeah, that, that was to put her century up. Uh, this week we're looking at about four eighty-five bucks um, at the moment. Oh, he's on a roll, isn't oh, he? I tell you what, if this gets up, he might be next week's challenger just, yeah. so, he, just so he can get the mail. <laughs> you're a good, you're a good man, Sammy White. Thanks for being a part of the uh, Mastermind 2.0 and that uh, $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring following last week's victory is in the mail. But to the winner goes the spoils. Matt Price, congratulations, mate. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. What a what a day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt, will you be available to defend your title next week? I will be, definitely. Good man. Sammy, thank you. Matt, congratulations. We'll be talking to you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. Catch up. Matt Price, hey, fellas. Just went whack, whack, whack. Yeah, clinical. I think we're going to have to go for a big gun next week. Might even be. What about what about um, Quizmaster becomes challenger almost uh, on the on the bounce? How would your racing WA racing knowledge be? Oh, look, it's pretty if you're best. I tend to only remember things that have happened in the last three hours and even then it's a bit patchy but uh i mean even my own horses i can't remember what they did anymore outside of you know the time that rebel king got me out of danger do you, do you, remember, the listed, do you remember the listed races at Saleo one whoa <laughs> is that the uh the infamous deck and shembury uh question it was an natasha shembury surely 
<laughs> that was uh, that was comedy gold from deck. Um, Sammy White, good champion. He needed to get that one on the board early. He went. He missed the mystery miss question one, and then yep. Matt just sort of snuffed him out from there and just went uh, two, three, four. Got them all correctly, and uh, he looks like he's going to be a worthy mastermind. Matt Price at this early stage, Terry. I think the market would have swung for heavily for uh, for Matty Price uh, for next week's yeah, futures I reckon, um, mastermind. I reckon that uh, Sammy had a bit of. Bit of Brandon Archie on Monday night about him. There just went missing for uh, for the four quarters, didn't he? So, um, no, well done to Maddie. That's uh, that was a, a really dominant performance. First up, I remember when um, I remember when Black Caviar debuted for for Jared Noski, and that mm. had a little bit of uh, that type of feel about it. So, wouldn't surprise me if um, how many Black Caviar we know? Twenty five, twenty six. That was twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. So, look, fair way to go to get to twenty five, especially, especially when you get retired at five. Do you reckon the H train would uh, would be a bit nervous about his seat at the Christmas party yeah, after that performance should, from Matt Price? He should be. So I did a preliminary list because I want a, I want a uh, footy squad. So I've got a yep. I've got a squad of twenty two. Um, you guys both made it. Congratulations. Um, Surprising for me. But yeah, there's there's twenty one seats plus Mastermind um, already filled. So he, so he, Fraser's he, there, but he could get. 100%. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. right. So, yeah, tough. Uh, it's tentative. There's a tough four and a half months coming up for him, I reckon. Mm. So, yeah, he's just got to just gotta cross his fingers and hope for the best. <laughs> Very good. So that is another WA Racing Mundaring Hotel Mastermind competition. Just before, we, just before we move done. on as well, just, just a little bit of credit to you, uh, Bernard. I tell you what, you've just come up with this little brainchild for the new Mastermind and, uh, oh, it's just – it's all they're talking about. It. They're talking about it on the east coast, and apparently in Sydney, it's what's making the lockdown bearable. <laughs> apparently, so um, no, just just uh, just wanted to give you a little pat on the back, a, a well deserved little tap on the uh, tap on the spine. So well done, Bernard. Thanks, Guru. That no, means a lot, lot mate. Um, it and it's uh, it's all. Uh, it's great that our listeners are getting behind it and people are actually putting their hands up to participate in the mastermind because it might be rather nerve-wracking getting on here and uh, putting your WA Racing chops on the line. But, uh, but yeah, Matt Price, he is the man and uh, looking forward to next week's Mastermind 2.0 brought to you by the Mundaring Hotel. Heart of the Hills since 1899. And pre-Mastermind, Terry did a little teaser suggesting that uh, it's going to be a William Pike race-to-race double and uh, that means that uh, we turn our attention to, well, Terry does anyway, to Baranova in race five of the day, the Drummond Golf Belmont Classic, the $100,000 listed feature, 2,200 metres. Guru, why are we launching Baranova? Six horse field, eh? it's only five in this couple of years ago, that race we just discussed on the Mastermind, uh, where Rivalry Galore knocked off Mystery Miss. That was a five-horse field. Has Rivalry Galore won a race since? No. It hasn't, has no. it? No. I was actually going to make that one of the questions. That were my questions as well today for everyone playing at home. Um, I was going to make that one of the questions. But uh, I don't think me and you, you and I needed to go through that again. <laughs> I reckon between us, we've probably done an absolute packet uh, since that race on rivalry galore. But um, look, we just discussed races without speed. This is a race, I reckon, again, it's going to be a very, very funny old race. Um, I think Chile is hot, may end up leading them. I think Kerman Rock would prefer cover. But, I mean, for me, Kerman Rock can't win this race because I don't think it can out-sprint him coming from last and I don't think it can win going to the breeze. So I don't know how it's going to lead. It's going to lead. It has to, doesn't it? Well, for me, if you look at Kerman Rock's two best, and we actually had a question in the mastermind, never got to ask. Can we ask it now? Yeah. I'm really flat about it. Uh, Kerman Rock's only ran two placings, Pete, in its last 10 starts. What races are they in? Were they barrier trials? 
That's good. Belmont Guineas in the WATC Derby. Pete, oh, Pete group two and Pete doing race. his best deck and Shimbury impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Karen Rock is not a horse that I've necessarily. It's not, followed it's not on your radar. <laughs> you haven't no. profiled him, Pete. Oh, dearie me. Um, but it's if you go back through those two runs, it um, has the same run. Box seated, box seated, pulled out. Yeah. Playing God type thing. Playing God is a, for me a real. This probably won't go down well. A real one dimensional horse, but it was, <laughs> it was very good at its one dimension. Um, by Kerman Rock from six, it's just a that's a that's a blow. So I'm taking on Kerman Rock. I don't think trade him in. I'll trade him in can win, but I don't think it really ran it out or not went early. Um, but I think all in a line, trade him not the one for me. Truly reliable was probably just about the run of the race. I just I can't have Ray Vincent Shelby Valtel in the race. Um, Chili Jeez, it was, geez, it was a run though, wasn't it? Like it was super. Super. Yep. And it probably lands the back of Chile as hot. He she, she, she was sort of committed to following Pike on Crescent City, but in a way, it would have been nice. Rolled. It, it would have, if she got going like ahead of Ken, uh, Tina Kutu and made that sweeping move, it would have been interesting. I think, not that I think it would have beaten the winner, but a bit like when, um, Treasured Crown last week. Yeah. That was, that How for was me, that? Oh, I was so, I was just yelling when I saw Secret Pell coming around because yeah. I've been quite vocal on the fact that Treasured Crown, I think, can sustain a long run. When he was, I thought he was going to stay in. Yeah. I was, but um, also, Kesha had an opportunity to put Pike in a pocket, took the whole back straight. Yeah. And he, he, just never did he just didn't. He just didn't. I was so yeah. thankful. It was a tough old day. Yeah. Um, it ended up being quite a reasonable finish, actually, until that point. I was chipped in. Um, so thank God for that. Mm. But, um, Chilius Hot, I think, will end up being a sitting duck late. Baranova, like, forget it went round. Just forget it went round. Jade was on the cold rail. Every run she went to take got chopped off, got chopped off. She ended up on the back of Star Subjects. Then she just, what every was, move what was, was wrong. The, what was the million to one pop that she got stuck behind? Star Subjects. No, it was the. Uh, Kardashian class. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, she Great. ended up on both of their backs at different points in the race. Then she had the cold rail. Then got chopped out again. Hit the line well enough. You've got to remember, people are going to go, oh, I don't know if, it, if, if she picked up and, and sprinted all that well. Baranova is not a horse that's going to pick up off a dime and, and run a big last 100, 200 metres. You know, this is by Fiorente, Melbourne Cup winner. Mm-hmm. Um, the 2,200 metres is going to be bang on here. I reckon this will end up messy out in front. They'll all be sprinting going at a certain time. I reckon Pike will just drop to last on Baranova and have the final crack over 2,200 metres. Look, I, look, I've got Tina Kutu on top. What what he did, um, he got every chance, but it's not impossible he leads this either. If nothing else is yeah. desperate to go forward. And do you want to be on a horse first time leading 2,200 metres at $2.20? You don't. That, that's oh, when he yeah. could end up a sitting duck. So, look, I'm 275 Tina Kutu, 365 Baranova. Baranova. Two, so what did you say? Sorry. 275 Tina Kutu, 365 Baranova. So on that. Tina Kuda's two thirty, Baron over six six fifty. We we back Baron over here, and um, this is this is a race I'm really looking forward to. I want it to turn into a little bit of a mess. Pike is the final crack at him, and if you go back to its previous couple of wins over the 22, 23, 22, they were really nice wins. And and yeah, you say, oh, I want a maiden on a couple of class threes. These are only maiden and class one winners. That's that's what this race is. This race is, is full of battlers. So um, Pike on for Jade on this type of horse. Oof. Dearie me, I'm I'm excited. Not often you get a big overs about a, a W Pike runner. Very good for hey. me. Nothing further to add. Completely agree. This is arguably my best of the day. Um, oh. It just the market doesn't make any sense at the moment. I know I know Tina Kutu won really well last it's start, but there was advice, isn't it? exactly, and there was like genuine sort of tempo. It was a perfect ride as well. That was a complete ten from Johnston Porter. Could not have ridden that horse any better. Bless his soul. And it's just yeah, it's complete. It's just a switch. It's a switch. Um, you know, Baranova is extremely unlikely to get pegged away on the fence here, looking for runs. On the turn, like yep. there will be some level of momentum, be able to build into the race. As you said, I don't think the tempo really makes too much of a difference. I, I think no, it suits her better. Exactly. If it goes slow, yeah. 
I still think it's a very good chance of winning based on what it's been able to do split-wise. I think if they go fast, it's almost, I don't want to say it, an extremely good chance of winning. It's a m- 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 Look, it's a bet. Based on price, it's This a bet. race yeah. is all about two words I like to use when it comes to punting, BJ and Pete. It's about being proactive, not reactive. Hang on, should I say that again? Grab your pen and papers out. It's about being proactive, not reactive. And I think this market has been proactive. Yeah. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to be reactive. Well, I'm going to be proactive. I think Tenny Kutu is going to win by panels just quietly. <laughs> I think this could get messy. Like, I think this we could be seeing uh, that win at Pinjarra when it was like challenged and drew away. And then the other day when it, it, it was so strong on the line, it was a fast tempo. CJP slotted in like midfield from the outside draw. It was like incredible stuff. Took off, got going and smoked him. Uh, this horse is... Um, yeah, he's he's like he's going up through the rankings with a bullet, Tenny Kutu. I think last start the smart panel, so that's where that's where you're going to get your money. I think. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is a which I did. This is the after. Yeah, this is yeah. This is the yeah. This is the the follow up bet where you sort of miss it and then you take the two thirty at its next start and um, in a small little field and it ends up ugly. Potentially. Potentially. We'll see. But I think this could be What price? This, oh, again, I didn't do didn't do markets for uh, I'm on school holiday break at the moment, but uh, yeah, I just think it could could be a two, three, four length job. These sometimes these Belmont classics just end up being a blowout and the really class uh, potential yep. uh, star stayer makes a mess of them. So that's the way I see it. There was another question in the mastermind, actually. Did you read that one? Which one was that one? It was uh, who rode Kiora Kutu, Tina Kutu's half brother, three quarter brother? Yeah, we never really got to the bottom of that. No, we? <laughs> no, because Matty Price, it was such a demolition job. Uh, yeah, yeah no, all my uh, the seven or eight questions I wrote out went to went to Yeah, or Akutu was yeah. uh, Giuseppe as a party. It was. Mm. Smoking. Yeah. So, Belmont Classic, uh, the Guru and Pistol Pete, super keen on William Pike, Justin Warwick, and Baranova, the filly. Race six of the day is the Perth Racing Club membership handicap over the 1,600 metres. Pete. Well, <laughs> it's the big show. Now we know why Pete's in town. He's, he's going to be leading in a uh, – uh, uh, he's going to be leading the charge. Oh, settle down, BJ. Only lead, <laughs> only lead in for a group one. Um, <laughs> Have you won a group one of it? No. Best best result was fifth with Fuchsia Bandana oh, in the yes. railway. Yeah, it was yeah, leading yeah. up until about the last eight metres. Was that elite belt? It was elite belt. Yeah. Any group races? Victory? Yeah. 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 Group twos? Art series. What was that? She Champion won the Phillies. Champion Phillies group three, That's ran cute. third in the WA Guineas. That's cute. Yeah. I don't group know. Oh, settled in. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, we have the big show. Pete Antonitz is among the ownership here. The big show goes around second up for uh, impressive racing. Dara McAuliffe, Chloe as a party. I notice that a horse, Saddlecloth number six, is wearing the same colours in the race book. Not the However, one. I imagine that the colours will be club colours on Sunday because Fura is no longer with the impressive racing establishment. He was sold recently at an English online auction, 25000 to a new ownership which consists of some pretty sharp operators from the harness racing world and is trained by Deborah Lewis, who is the wife of champion rainsman Chris Lewis. So Fura, interesting runner. Pete, have you got any insight into uh, – Fura first up for the new camp Sunday. Paid more than Pacadali. Um <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Don't at me. I won't read it anyway. Um, 
Look, I, I haven't. Obviously, there, were, there would have been some reason that the stable would have uh, put the horse up for a, for sale. Twenty five k seems uh, seems a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, typically T Murray. Yeah, yeah DMAC doesn't usually get rid of them. You don't see them in Peru very often yeah. once they leave the impressive racing camp. But there would have been some, whether it's a physical issue or a mental issue with the horse, there would have been a reason for getting rid of it. Um, DMAC is very much horse welfare and his staff welfare first and foremost. So if they've Move the horse on. There would have been a genuine reason for it. Okay, I heard a whisper. It might have been something to do with getting to a rating that he didn't think he could improve on a huge amount. Uh, uh, that was a while ago. I personally um, would be surprised if that was the case. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to speak out of school. I love speaking out of school. It's one of my favourite things to do. Just set the room in. I set the tongues <laughs> wagging. But did, I tell it, you what, it did. did yeah, sorry, you go to serious. It'd have to be a serious training effort from uh, from D. Lewis. Uh, this would be get, uh, incredible stuff, wouldn't it? To get Fura to win, he's comfortably the hardest race he's ever competed in. Well, the hardest race. It, this will be his biggest victory in a seventy-eight plus to win first up of 343 days at the mile. That would be, um, yeah, that would be uh, next level. What do you, th- what do you he, think he, of Mitchell Payne? The map, the map and uh, the recent trial are in his favour, but uh, Mitch had to ride overweight at Kalgoorlie six days ago, seven days ago at 58 and a half, and he's listed to ride at 55 here. There might be a, a late change there. I've just had a look at the form guide that I've got. It's Broadcast. now saying C Staples, the bullet, Craig Staples uh, taking the ride. Wow. Uh, there you go. I, I did uh, I did note that um, that looked- Yeah, uh, that's come through on Chris as well. So that's official. Craig Staples taking the ride, which is actually probably- I was going to say it's actually probably, a, if you're going to be leading on a horse, at least you know it's going to lead. lead. Yeah, exactly. Why? What am I? Hang what? Because Craig, just, Craig will lead on yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, Mitch will lead on it too. Oh, there's just nothing worse than seeing a leader not lead. <laughs> well, Mitch, Mitch is probably one of the best riders of leaders going around. He would have had to ride this without his left arm, though, at 55. Yeah, That's the exactly. problem. Would have been difficult to get the most out of it, I reckon, in the straight. Wouldn't have those chicken wings, wouldn't be going with that. No. That's what I'm says in the stewards report afterwards, rider fumble the reins on jumping. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, that's, oh, that's key. Craig Staples goes on to Fura. Yeah, good stuff, Pete. Interesting, uh, interesting, interesting booking, interesting setup here for Fura. As Terry said, if this can win 78-plus off a huge break over a mile first up for New Camp, that is uh, – Too good for me. That's too good. Yeah. yeah so that me. means you almost – got to look around it, don't you? This is a tier four, BJ. Yeah. Do you hear that, guys? You sound, like, you sound like Scotty Embry. I've actually, tell you what, if Scotty's listening to this, I since we had that podcast, I and it takes a fair bit for me to listen to anybody else because I am one of the biggest wankers and egotistical wankers you'll ever meet. I'm not that bad. I guess I am actually. But since then, I've uh, just had a conversation <laughs> with myself. You're trying to keep a straight face. Did you I know, have, no one agreed or disagreed I, with me. <laughs> I've been talking to a plant for yeah. three months. So what, what can I say? <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Um, is Fran free, by the way? Any chance that Fran can come across with you next time? Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I, yes. I've been Tier four race. A tier one, two, three, four yeah. for confidence levels. I haven't had a tier four since that. Well, Tina Kuta was a tier four race, um, but I haven't had a, a tier four all that often, but I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I've got a, we've got a tier four here, BJ. So that's that took a long time to get to that, didn't it? And you've already spoiled it beforehand, so you just want to back true attraction for weekly wages done. Yeah. This is a horrendous race. Oh, yeah, race. the pipe. Yeah. Bang, bang. Uh, 
Yes. Is this, yeah, we're, we're going to save. The, it's a bit of a boring one, actually. We're going to save on Friar Esk as well. That's yeah. that's so yeah. well in Friar Esk. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically Friar Esk parks on the back of Fuhrer and, and yours, um, gets first crack at them. Um, I think playing Marika will be found out going from Zachariah Bow to this type of level. That That's the fly in the ointment. Um, probably makes it a tier 3.8 because it's in the race. That's obviously the fly in the ointment, but I'm happy to, to probably take on playing Marika. I think from Barrier 6, it probably sprints with True Attraction just about. Um, but I think that True Attraction won't be far enough off Friar-esque for a bit of a non-winner like Friar-esque for it not to get past it. I think True Attraction at Ascot, uh, if you pay, if you've just backed True Attraction Ascot, you've gone neg seventy six percent POT. Mm-hmm. If you've backed True Attraction just at Belmont, you've gone ninety four point four percent. Yeah, that's huge. And he was entered in that Magic Millions uh, Bob Peters dispersal sale. Mm. I don't think that's what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and he was withdrawn. That was and so the day prior, he ran second to Born to Try, and he looks right back in the zone. True Attraction. I like. He? Yeah, I like the three weeks drop back to a mile too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if he's a true stayer, so I, I think that's great. The run behind Tin Snip, they walked and still smashed the line, held up last 100. <laughs> Even the Apprentice's Challenge only beat Cuban Twist too. Um, that that's not a great. That's not a form reference at all. But it's a big win with 59 after the claim of four kilo kid to win with traffic issues like this second up into its prep as well so yeah. uh yeah I'm, I'm with you Tara. i think true attraction is one of the better better goes of the day um yeah that carried seven and a half kilos more than born to try over 2200 meters sort of zigging zagging getting through and still ran born to try to a nose like i know born to try covered plenty of additional ground <laughs> it's fair to say but geez that was a that was an effort true yeah, attraction should have so, won yeah should have won what price do you have Fuhrer marked, just out of curiosity? I It's almost impossible to actually Yeah, I'm a big it, taxer on horses um, in this type of setup when they're first up for so long. Like I often just say if, if a trainer can produce something like that, they're too good for me. It's always going to be well under my price. I'm 14 bucks. Yep. I expect it will probably start something around that. That sort of level. I suspect just glancing, just, I thought yeah. it would be like more of a $12 chance well, or something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But obviously it's, it's best figures from last preparation. Put it right in the frame of things. So yeah, loves uh, loves the sting out there yeah. too. Betting betting wise, I mean, I'm two sixty two attraction, three sixty fire So fire risk is actually probably more of a bet for me at the moment. Um, I'm really happy with that because it enables a cheap save on fire risk. So you get five fifty six bucks around at the moment. But the the two seventy two eighty two attraction is that going to be the best we see, Pete? You think, or, or is there a chance there might be some Friar esque money? Because there nah, won't be, nah. there will not be. I mean, Friar Fox is 12 bucks off an ordinary trial, mm-hmm. flows 20 to 1. It doesn't shorten. The big show does not shorten. From would, its would you bucks. ever back playing Marika at $3 something? Playing Marika, that's that's as thin as you get. And Red Publisher's got a really nice setup yeah. for it, but yeah. is there going to be money for the nine year old? No. Like, there's just, no, there is just, this could be a 210, 205 type. I just think, that, I think we might see a little bit of a, yeah. <laughs> I think you might see some money, but I reckon Fire I reckon both of them could start shorting their current price. Yeah, okay. This is a race I'm really, really um, happy to have a bit of. One thing I'd like to note about the Fuhrer setup is the Deborah Lewis, Mark Lewis uh, operation at the Trots have been killing it recently. Uh, Camp don't mind a bet as well. So if there is if there is money like late or significant firming, then it'll be it's going to be a big watch, I think, Fuhrer. So. Um, it could be a day type situation, but I'm with you, Terry. I think True Attraction is one of, as I said before, is one of the better goes of the day. Pete? Oh, I've got no interest. I'll be going to the bar or maybe the toilet. How many times <laughs> did you go to the toilet tonight? Zero. 
Go a bit out of train my bladder on a plane not to go to the toilet at all. I just have to, you know, it's all in the breathing. Make well, sure you actually stay hydrated, but not too hydrated. But if you're actually used to hydrating yourself, no diuretics, all that sort of stuff. Wim, Wim Hof. Yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah, it's a very underrated the technique. Night, yeah, actually. It's very good. Yeah. Can recommend it if you're living in Melbourne and uh, got yeah. a death wish. Have a, few, <laughs> have a few cold showers, do you? Wow, no. I mean, like, you just have to wake up and just go outside. It's freezing. I don't know what people are complaining about here. It really isn't that cold, but. Mm. Um, yeah, Melbourne, that's something else, especially when you've got the, uh, the old COVID mask on trying so, to do some deep breathing. So are you able to hold your blood on a plane even if you're drinking beers and stuff? Yeah, I'm not a big drinker on the planes. I just feel with the movement and whatnot. It's, it's just have a couple. Mm. Um, when we went across to England when I was a young man, we thought we'd try and have a crack at D Boons. How'd you go? Um, no, nah, it didn't quality. What did they say? 30 odd? 20 odd? 20 odd? cut. Every time um, I hear yeah, the number goes up. Four or five. And, um, yeah. No, they cut us off, actually. They yeah. said, uh, even though we were fine. It's not the 80s, lads. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Air hostesses <laughs> and stewards. Welcome to drinking dearie habits me. and toileting habits of the One One Podcast. Deary, deary, mate. How many cans do you reckon you, you got in before they started? Oh, four? Four, yeah. And they're in the little cans. No, we yeah. were fine. And the little you're novelty, novelty, you're novelty Yeah, I think, I think they knew we were on. Yeah. Um, we had the Guinness Book of World Records sitting in front of us probably. Just, just, yeah. just giving it a little point, just tapping in it going, you watch this, team. Um, this is going downhill really rapidly. Drink Race drink seven. Um, always drink responsibly. The Crown Perth handicap over the one thousand meters. This looks like a, a class one with Brooklyn Pier in it, doesn't it? Class yeah, three. Yeah, it's a it's a there's Brooklyn Pier. Starfield Impact was an outstanding two year old. Not a bad run the other day, but uh, from ten, it's probably uh, going to be a challenge with Holly Watson on board. Other than that, there's up and comers, I suppose. There's lots of sort of lower grade form, isn't there? And when you look at Britain, Brooklyn Pier coming out of races, including Jericho and Missile, Amasinas, those types of things, and being a $2.35 and a $3.30 chance coming back in this three-year-old race against sort of mid-weekers, it's interesting. So I was going to ask you a question. All day, is this an all-day session kind of setup? Well. Um, this just feels like a bit of a money mailey all-day session type. Well, Go. I can tell you that Brad Rewilla, the two rides he had for um, Money Mainly last week, and I was listening to Michael Heaton on the um, the Sunday aftermath. Yeah, good, always a good listen with Lockie and um, Marty Young and Marty Young, and um, he said Brad wasn't too pleased with his ride on Skin and Tins well, for Ashley Mailey. No. I reckon, he, I reckon, he, well, I reckon he should, do, do I reckon he should have been less. Oh, <laughs> Settle down, bro. <laughs> I reckon he should have been less pleased with his ride on all day session. Yeah. Um, they were very similar, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, <clears throat> look, I don't think Brad's riding anywhere near his best. I don't have much confidence in backing Brad Willow on a horse that's going to get back. But the good thing is from Barrier 4, they can. you'd think they can settle close with BJ. But you know what the problem is here, BJ? Tell me. There is. How many leaders? How many, How many leaders? leaders? So you got Choice Bid, Type 1, Genora, Poker Face, and then Queenship. Queenship might go back from the wide gate, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but it's just going to be a mess, even from Brooklyn, Barry, from Brooklyn Barry Ford. No. So this is what I reckon. Oh, tell me. Oh, I reckon Brooklyn Pier. Um, its best run this prep was first up uh, when it came from – it came from fourth, but it was a long way back. It was a pretty distant fourth and finished over time scale and um, and all-day session was in that race too. I think with all the speed drawn underneath and Lactar going on, Neville say just just get across midfield. Just There should be a three-wide line here. It should be a mess up front, and it's weak, 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 weak speed. So I think if Lactar just gets in any type of moving line here, um, they'll be looking to, to represent. Okay, that and I think there's no reason in the world they will look to go forward here. Just settle midfield, and this should just finish over them with with that type of ride. But there is there is always a chance from that gate that things can 
They're a pear shape. They're a pear shape. So, yeah. um, Skedder looked the main danger, but just 1300 back to a thousand. Yeah. So, yeah. Fred's had got some wild anyway, programs. I'm seven bucks all day session, yeah. it's 10. So, at, at the moment, I'm $2.44. I wanted to be really precise with this Brooklyn Pier price because mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to come down to that. Um, I reckon the trade price is about 240 $250. So, it's currently 260 it's marginal, uh, isn't it? It's, it's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. love 280 and I'd feel very comfortable having a bet and I'd feel good about myself. It might um, touch that. I, I don't think we'll myself. get much liquidity. I think we'll maybe touch it. Maybe the maybe? Just Pike who's, going Who's going on? to back it? Well, Pike going on a horse that's – Pike going on a sit and sprinter that's been ridden by Bo Banovich Edwards. Um, that, that's the type of thing you yeah. expect for yeah. straight away, yeah. you know. Um, uh, there could be money all day session as well. It, it, if the track is a soft five, there probably won't be. If it's a soft six or worse, all day session will be more supported. What about Exerm? Um, Oh, I, I think it's just a battler. Yeah. It's just a battler. Well, it excerpts drawn. Um, what hole are we drawn with? I reckon they, five, they, so. they might have found a bit of a trick to it the other day. Just riding a bit quieter at Cowell. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But it, can it, it uh, out-sprint um, Can it out-sprint Brooklyn Pier? Yeah, that's, I was just, sort of more thinking about from a market point of view. It's like eight. That's probably about where it's going to stay. It's not going to be yeah, shorter I, than that. I had it. Yeah, so what you're saying is Brooklyn Pier 260 could be – what marginal 30 40 to marginal yeah. it trades i've got it trading anywhere from two bucks to 290 all right so best horse in the race by a significant margin brooklyn pier but for mine i think all day session at the ten dollars at the moment is value and i reckon he's been a bit stiff lately that that run two starts ago when it ran fifth yeah. to vain tempest that that was a really really good run with chris parnham on board and i think uh all day session could be a bit of a um, thorn in the side of brooklyn pier on saturday I have a question for you. Yo. They're the same price just about. It's 280 all day session the place, 260 Brooklyn Pier to win. Which one do you want? Uh all day session place. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 unsure. But that's um that's an interesting way to look at it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I'm seven ten all day session, two forty four Brooklyn Pier. So yeah. Probably could just not bet, but yeah, that doesn't sound like much fun. That's the way I'm inclined. I, I basically narrowed it down to the two Parnham trainers, or Parnham horses, to be honest. I actually don't mind the way that Choice Bid's going about things. This preparation's running some really good numbers. Uh, thousand meter, it's ticked that box once before behind continuance. So gate one, probably coffin. Mm. I imagine should get into that spot. Uh, Genora will Just probably roll off. If it gets doubled cross, so that's the worry. You know, yeah. three make the yeah, I mean, to a thousand. We, we do get two prior thousand meter races, so we'll be able to see how the shoot's performing. Typically, I would expect the inside four lanes from the shoot races to be better suited. That's what I'm leaning to here. Uh, Brooklyn Pier. It's just purely price dependent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What price would be enough to you, you reckon, getting involved? Give us their three. Yeah, I, I would probably want the the three just given the map. Yeah. Um, unless. Like I said, you know, the first two shoot races, if we're seeing the inside four lanes aren't holding up and they're making ground down the outside, yeah, I'll yeah. probably become more confident and then shorten it up that way. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's really a race where I'm just looking at it going, look, I don't have to bet here. I got a decent collect out of Brooklyn Pier first up. I'm not going to be chasing it. Mm-hmm. At, that, at that price. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you want a hand putting your trumpet away? Or? Look, the uh, the trumpet's been getting a pretty decent workout over the last few months. Uh, it's... <laughs> Let's see if we can take it for one more spin. I love on Twitter. I love that photo that they have of you. Which the one? Mailbag boys. Oh, see, I'm not like, on Twitter anymore. Like, I, I just. They have, they have the photo of you and then they have like uh, in and out and it's, you just look so astute. It's incredible stuff. It's, that's the hatred coming through. <laughs> uh, Race out of the day is the C Corp Handicap 1200 meter graduation. Tough race to assess right here, right now, fellas, because the $4.20 second favourite is a horse by the name of Campisi, 
and Campisi, of course, is very short odds to win first up in West it's Australia, Northern today. So, Terry, is it coming out of Sad Day? Uh, well, yeah, it'll come out. Come of out of Sad It's not going to race off two days. So, what is what? Do, so, you're the guru. What do we do here without without prices when it comes to we win? We win. Just scratch it now. Give us yeah, all, give exactly. us our proper price. Like seriously. This is going. Do you know what will happen today? Say Campisi does come out and win today, which I think it will be very hard to beat today. Campisi comes out and wins today. They'll probably then shorten it from fours to three twenty. It will then get scratched at three twenty. Little table deduction says that's probably a twenty eight thirty cent deduction rather than the current nineteen twenty cent deduction. Yep. So, you know what? Bar humbug. No grow up. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> it's beyond that. It's, yeah, it's 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 too far gone. All right, so we so the three of us are going to tackle this race minus Campisi. Now, the PRG was pretty keen, real race first up two weeks ago. Bit stiff, bit stiff, bit Not stiff, bit stiff, bit stiff. Uh, just, <laughs> just, a, just a little bit stiff uh, was Real Grace first up last uh, last start uh, with Chris Parnham on board on that day. William Pike rode Dunbar. Now there has been a bit of a switcheroo on this occasion. William Pike, number one jock for the Cerise and White operation, he goes on to Real Grace, and uh, this filly, three old filly, is a two dollar ninety favourite currently. Pete, any thoughts on race out of the day? Look, not really. Uh, I am going to follow my cash of Agent J to a certain extent. I think, again, I, I want to see what price they settle. I'm not able to take in these early sort of prices with Camp Easy still on the market. That's just a... They're basically uh, not going to quarter off everything. Yeah, exactly. What's the technical way of... It's, I may as well put my head through a glass... Pain window or something like that. Be that's, more entertaining. that's the technical way you got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but look, it was in the worst round last start. Yeah. Guillotine. It was backed into favourite, I think, from memory, or very firm late. It ended up in the coffin. Wasn't so adverse today on that dead rail. Yeah. Blinkers go on first time. At least that's a sign of intent. I'd love to see it actually lead. And I hope that's the instructions. Oh, Blinkers on lead. Well. Yeah. Have to lead. Surely. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was really impressed with what London Miss did first up, despite the fact that the saddle slipped, which was hilarious. We saw London Miss and Native Chimes saddle slip within the space of 24 hours. It's just you know, torture. It's your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you go back to London Miss's trial versus Campisi, who Very good. It, it's really nice. Very yeah. good. So I, thought, I was hoping London Miss was one that got completely missed here. It went up that sort of 26, 30 miles. I, I, I wasn't expecting that, but I still think it will drift. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll probably end up with this price, if not a bit better, mm -hmm. late. So that's the way I'm thinking. London Miss? L London Miss and Agent J. But, uh, I mean, really, this is if this is my one race of confidence for the day outside of Baranova, it's a pretty shitty meeting. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a great race day if you're a connection, don't get me wrong. I'm going to do my ass on Saturday because I reckon yeah. I'm having a crack in nearly every single race. So, dearie me. So just on, just on London, London Miss, just want to give a shout-out to friend of the podcast and just absolute ripping fella, Luke Dayton. Now, Luke and his partner, Elise, they celebrated or welcomed their uh, first child into the world, Elijah Anthony Dayton. Uh, May 11, he was he was born. It was only made public this week. So uh, I'd just like to give a shout-out to Luke Dayton, who was a part owner of London Miss. Good man, Luke. Congratulations. Good stuff. Yep. Congratulations, one Luke. Of the, one of the rippers there, Dates. Uh, my partner in crime for many years now. The, the Bunbury Bandit. The <laughs> Bunbury Bandit. I'm the former Bunbury Bandit, so yeah. I can't really claim that. So you passed the, the torch? Well, I am older. What are you now, the Yarry Yob? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm s> <laughs> 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 
I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm sure I've been called many worse things on Twitter and will continue to be. How long before Dates has got Elijah down there doing the yard at Bunbury, do you think, BTC? Uh, it will, he'll be out there next season, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, when Bunbury returns, yeah. You've got, got to start him young. you got to go get the reps in. Yep. <laughs> got to get those bowlers happening as soon as possible, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, gee whiz. Race uh, eight is – is this a – is this a – Grace? Is this Grace? Yeah, it'll brain him. Yeah. The only danger, I think, is Pete, as Pete got it bang on, the only danger is if you've got a really hot lane. The fact mm. that Campese is going to come out and Real Grace is going to come into it's 290 now, that'll come into 230-odd. Um, and, and until they move Campese fours to threes and it probably comes into $1.90. Mm. The only thing is we can't bet now so we can wait. Exactly. And if that inside yeah. pad's playing red hot, then we probably back yeah. Agent J and save London Miss or back, depending on the prices, yeah. adjust between the two of them. But um, We've got six, seven races on the day to figure out because, as you said, yeah. we're not betting early. There's no way we're betting early here. The later the day goes, yeah. I really like Real Grace being in a later race. Traditionally, later in the day, it's easier to make ground. Yep. Um, I, I think... Just last start, I knew I was on the winner when it settled and travelled well with for Chrissy Parnham. It's just a shame he couldn't get a run um, at the right time because it would have won that race really comfortably, that whack and tanker run. But I, I think what you'll find here is there isn't much speed in this. Agent J should walk to the top. Um, Jag the Joker might even go forward and go to the breeze. I know they came from last, last start, but they might go to the breeze. That's where they won a couple of starts ago. Whack and tanker will look for a spot midfield. They won't want to snag to last. They, they'll just – I think Stevie Parnham will ride and look for a spot and – I hope something similar happens to last start. It wouldn't surprise me to see Pike be aware of this um, and follow Whack and Tanker across underneath it and just try and get its back and just spot. be on just yeah. be on the back of um, Whack and Tanker if that's in a, a one-wide line or a two-wide line, wherever that is, just just be on its back and, and ready to go. But um, I think if he has Real Grace happy in the run and rolling into the race at the right time, this is a situation where you just sort of back Pike in. I, th I think this will um, go past him. I think it will relish the conditions and it's ready to win. I think, it's, I think it's better than this grade. I think it's better than this grade. This is yeah, this one of your better bets of the day, I think. Real grace for me as well. Uh, traffic issues, any other problems, and I think Agent J might be able to nick it out in front. I've marked them two twenty real grace and five dollars twenty agent J eleven bucks London miss. Take off the deductions, that's basically their current prices. So again, a bit like Brooklyn Pier. It's it's a day where I knew that I just wanted to see those little – I just needed to see sort of 3 bucks Brooklyn PR, $2.70 without Campy, just they used to make you feel good about the bets, knowing you're the right. So now you wait for Betfair and the problem is Real Grace can start at all ninety. Yep. And then you um you then, curse yourself. Then you just leave it. Yeah, you Simple just leave as that. it. Yeah, exactly right. Never-ending race day. Yeah. There's always another race. Yeah, you just leave always it. Always another winner. One of my strengths. Another loser. No, you do. Patience. It's a virtue. Something you've got a lot of, Pete. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for race number nine, also known as the Get Out Stakes. S T E A K S. Delicious. Delicious. The extremely popular Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Cannyvale Market on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt. Runs the show, has a tremendous team out there at Market City Meets. Swing past, say good day. Timmy will look after you. He's got his 40th birthday coming up soon. Sent out some invites uh, last night. Did Timmy Hewitt having a big day out at uh, Belmont Course, uh, Belmont Race Course um, in a month or two? So that's something to look forward to. Congratulations to episode 84 winner, Jared Sinclair. Uh, he got the stakes last Saturday, but Terry. 
Pete, only after the Sam White rule was invoked. Mm. So both Jared and Paul Starling selected Notorious One by 0.50 lengths. Oh, that's stiff, Paul Starling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh, stiff. And uh, so both same uh, selection. However, Jared got the jump on him. And, I hope he had uh, something on. Yeah, I'm sure he would have stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, uh, but Jared, he uh, he got the result because he got his entry in first, Terry. Oh, wow. Well, so, well. Is that the rule? That was first past the post. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Very confusing stuff. So to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, it's race nine, not race 11, as it was last Saturday. It's race nine at Belmont this Saturday. Hit us up at the 1-1 one one pod on Twitter. Who you think will win the Get Out Stakes? Race nine and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Pete, not forgetting the Sam White rule. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I forgot where I was there for a second. Uh, Where's Fran? <laughs> I was just trying to figure out if I'm betting in this race. It's been a tough day. I just should leave. Just go go early, go straight to dinner, head into Northbridge. Crown Perth? No, 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 nothing like that. Tell you what, it's hard to come at um it's hard to come at old uh, old the Spruker. I, I was just saying to BJ before we kicked off, this is incredible placement. It's an incredibly – I'd say it's blessed with how it's found racing, but it's also flying and definitely yep. not taking any credit away from the horse. But it goes up half a kilo, and um, this is significantly easier, I reckon, than it's yeah. like most recent outings. If, if he doesn't trained off, it's got to be super hard to beat. But I'll tell you what, you miss all the prices we've seen. You're going to have to dive in here at 220, yeah, I can't justify that deep into a prep, to be honest with you. So oh, I can't throw your money away again on average. It's, Queen, it's so, still probably two to three lengths better on these as long yeah. as it just does what it's been Apart doing. Apart from the Queen. Well, TL. Is she the Queen? Bloody hell. How is she going to be slaughtered this time around? And no offence to everyone who's been involved the last few starts, but oh my goodness, like use some sort of tactical initiative for God's it, sake. It, it has been is atrocious. It, is, is it becoming a thing where maybe it's not the jockeys and maybe it's the oh, horse? I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't uh, know. I think that, that's harsh against the horse. We're, we're not finding no, out. That's the problem. That's, we're not finding exactly, out. Stop exactly. making excuses. Put something on the table pre-race and say, right, judge. we're going to actually have a game plan here yeah. and let the horse try and win. Yeah, judge us on Sunday. But holy shit. I mean, like. Do yourself a favour and with Aberdeen Queen, have a look at its uh, POT 1600 and above and have a look at its POT 1400 and below. Mm. One thing I've always said about Aberdeen Queen, I was just talking about it with other runners earlier, I reckon she loses a little bit of her sprint up to the mile and beyond and they just seem desperate to get her to the mile 1800, even 2000 last prep. I reckon this is a 12, 1400 metre horse and I reckon the drop back to 1400 with Chrissy Parnham. Look, in between her and the Spruker, her aim here, Chrissy's aim has to be to find the back of the Spruker. In between the two of them, you have Picture Perfect, which is the big danger. The other one in between them is Kelly's Callista, who will go forward. So you've got one horse in between the two of them. Chris has to be as close to the Spruker with cover, and I reckon it can really challenge the Spruker late. I have to go again. Yeah. But I'm, this isn't a race I'm confident in. I mean, we look at the last three starts, four starts, in terms of the speeds that they've been going for Aberdeen Queen. In terms of the horse itself, mm. 10 lengths below benchmark, 7.4 lengths below benchmark, 10.2 lengths below benchmark. It won first up, 1.6 lengths below benchmark. They went even in that race. They've gone incredibly slow the previous three and they've used no initiative whatsoever. As you said, it doesn't matter. Like I would even rather see the horse three wide and just improve and sliding up, yeah. whatever. Like it just, at, between the gates Brand opening and the first 200 metres, just do something. Mm. Don't do nothing and just go, oh, it's a back marker. You know, it runs on really well at the end. Flashing light, great. 
We'll see you in the papers on Monday. Running well, fourth well, it, was, it was last on the fence from gate three last night. Oh, the good goodness. thing, the good thing here is, even if they don't go that quick, the speed is really poor. Yep. And I love a race like that where you know it's gonna they're gonna fold. So you can have Kelly's Callisto and probably Special Choice had some success from the Breeze. It, if they if there was an issue with Special Choice that we don't know about, it can be the big improver um, from the Breeze. But the fact that Pikes opted for, opted for Picture Perfect, who's, who's only a battler, I think you'll find um, probably tells you a story there. Um, unless it's a, a sort of a learning curve for, for Picture Perfect. I'm, I'm not too sure, but uh, I wouldn't be taking anything from Picture Perfect's recent 1,450-metre trial beating Mambazo. <laughs> that was one of the most uh, – There were some good names behind oh, that. Dear, dear <laughs> me. I saw Pete run about third, didn't he? Didn't you, did you run third in that trial? You were, you were competitive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, dear I think, me. I think, I think Fran just finished a length off Pete too. Yeah, so it was, wow. Uh, yeah. I think for the Spruger, it's drawn five. You think beauty, no worries. But, um, look, direct. Underneath the Spruker, you've got um, Speedy Miss, Tiffy Spoken, and Turbo Power. Uh, Canvas probably not so much, but the other three, they can all hold that spot, which means the Spruker might have to be three back instead of um, on the back of the speed, and that might mean it is sprinting with, with Aberdeen Queen, and that's when it gets really interesting. Yeah. It's a tactical race, isn't yeah. it, from that yeah, point of view? Like the first 200 metres will be absolutely crucial here. Special choice, if you forgive its last start, and who knows if there was an issue or not, but it's on the quick backup. Maybe it was the heavy eight. But if you ignore Jeez, that, so bad, though. yeah, it was, it was atrocious. But if you ignore that, it's too. what price is it? Yeah, no, exactly. I 100% agree. I think it was it was firming 380 the other day, yeah. so it was 440 yeah. into 380. Yeah, I think Terry's you boys have summed it up. It's the Spruker is obviously the obvious horse to beat. I mean, he's uh, he knocked off Tom the Outburst first up, then. I mean, the I'm Eugene Jedi mind form doesn't look great, but then it went to the, the older <laughs> horses. What's that? I've just realised where I'm Eugene comes from. The name. Have you seen that ad? The Swan Draft ad or the Carlton Draft ad? No, I'm Eugene. I'm Eugene. And they all go, I'm Eugene. Because of the big guys there. And he goes, you dropped your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly haven't seen you that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you guys, no. you guys suck. It's, uh, just, it's just come to me where that's from. I'm Eugene. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. Honestly, oh, honestly. I'll show when we finish. Anyway. I would love to have rolled with you, but I, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, dear me. Great I can't story. I hadn't figured that out. Yeah, I, yeah someone else talked, please. Sorry. So what beer? Uh, Swan or Carlton, I reckon. Yeah, so they wouldn't yeah. show that that stuff over yeah, your no, neck of the woods. It's illegal. Yeah. If you ask for a Swan draft over there, you get some dirty yeah, looks. Super. Do you know what I did see? Bright Oak Racing after Red Can Man uh, won on Saturday, put up a post with some post-race photos and then – Put up a photo of a can of Melbourne Bitter. Oh my goodness! As the red thing. can, and uh, that went down like an absolute <laughs> lead balloon with the faithful. So all people were like spamming their Facebook with like photos of cans of export. Ah, dear me, that's very funny. There's one thing that Victorians know nothing about: it's beer. <laughs> my good God, they've got some awful, awful drops on tap over there. I thought that was very funny. A lot of people were just like, "This, this is this is the real red can." Um, anyway. Uh, Spruker, he deserves to uh, be the favourite. He that all that form out of that sixty six plus seems to have held up tremendously well. Uh, can he win four in a row? It takes a pretty, pretty, pretty good horse to to keep winning and uh, to establishing that picket fence. Aberdeen Queen has to be the major danger. Wouldn't be surprised to see a slasher from Canvas first up. Don't mind Canvas as a horse. Jim Bain. Jim Bain. Eugene, was it Jim Bay mad, was it? I'm Eugene. I'm Eugene. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eugene. Oh, 
You dropped your wallet. Dropped your wallet. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you not say that? Oh, dude, I should get the horse in the ad next time. Yeah, I'm Eugene. Should be the should be the face of Jim Bay. I can't believe that. Wrapping this race nine, the get out state, the Salinger handicap, wrapping it up in a bow. Are we still going? Gun ahead, Pete. I've got no idea, and I don't care. Gun ahead, Terry. I've got no idea, and I don't care. Aberdeen Queen, but I'll go special choice because that would just be hilarious. Yeah. Seven days. Oh, I'm just, I'm awful like that. I just want everyone to just lose. <laughs> not, not lose, just be miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot different to lose. All right. So that. Uh, BJ, you with the spruik? Spruik, yeah, go to spruik. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's take a break and we'll come back with our best from the Betfair Exchange, betfair.com.au. Okay. It's time for our Betfair best betting proposition of the day. We'd always like to start with our guests, don't we, Terry? Antonitz. I was going to say, keeping in mind, I think my record on this podcast is absolutely atrocious. Make sure you sign up to Pete at the mailbag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. One for the yeah, uh, one for the balance. Long term proposition. That's what you want. Long term winning. <laughs> you want to be a desperado? Go uh, bet on the AFL or something. Or the NRL. It's even worse. Mm. That's a still shit house this year. Still operating. Oh, I don't know. Apparently. Yeah. Right. Hello to PVL. Thanks for just fucking up two sports. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Rant number four. Oh, there's still time. There's still time. Best on the card. Canterbury Bulldogs. Mm. It's your team, isn't it? Yeah. Your dad's team. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How are they going? Don't know. I genuinely wouldn't have Dead a Dead last. Oh, um, yep. Battling. Yep, battling. Yeah. Race five, number six, Baron Nova. We won't be playing on the fair because the price probably won't still be there. Yeah, what, but what do you reckon this will do price-wise? It will, it will halve and challenge for favouritism. I took... Challenge for I took the eight fifty early. Took yeah. some eight bucks. I've taken yeah. the majority of the rest of it. At the six was the best we could do. Yep. Um, I don't know if it'll challenge for favoritism, but I was because you could mark this race in so many different ways. Um, you reckon? Yep. I like that. Yeah. Yep. The, I reckon the the proper punners. The proper punners. The punners. Not like me because I'm a fraud. Real ones. So. Yeah. Um, the big data syndicates will see that track distance stat and they'll froth it and they'll see Pike on board. Froth. And they'll see Justin Warwick over 2,000 metres and it'll just like light up. They'll see Fiorente, all that sort of stuff. And they'll just look at Tina Kutu and just think progressive, but probably might, might be a little bit too soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there'll be enough positives there for Baron over to shorten significantly. All right. I like that. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, B, Joe, your uh, best. Going to go race six, true attraction. I think that's a, I think that's a pretty thin odd race. In form, Pike on board. I reckon this is uh, true attraction. It's going to smoke them. Jeez, I sound a bit piss weak. What I'm about to do then? My best is race six, true attraction, but saving for our risk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I, I've just got him as such a clear standout, and we're, we're saving at five fifty six bucks. So I don't. You don't have to give much of your stake away to, to chop out on, on Friar S, the one horse that I think gets field position on him. So mm. um, that's me. Maddie, Pete, $20 plus. Is there anything at $20 plus? Barely. There's only about 12 horses in the end. I was going to say, there's so. not much happening. I was going to say choice bid, and I'll probably get 20. Yeah. Mm. We'll cop that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's yeah. 15 at the moment. And the only other one that I had interest in. I'll put up 20 bucks just for you now. If you okay, want. Well, there yeah. we go. 21. Um, but yeah, L- London misses the other one. That's at double figures that I yep. could seriously entertain. But yeah, there, there really isn't a great card for no, back and things that. Uh, Chubbs. Yeah. Chub, chub. Mm. Already spoke about your boner. <laughs> 
get the cleavers out. Sure, uh, um, we're going to go the race to race. Uh, same with Pete. I'd be making one up. So we're going to go the race to race double, as I said. Pikey to ride the two staying races, four and five. Should get about 30-odd to one. Sugar cane all up, Baron over. The guru. That would be – that'll be momentous when that mm, occurs too. Big. Uh, my Maddie comes up in race one. D- didn't speak about this horse in the preview. However, born to be lucky. Like some of its trials, its debut run was encouraging. Yeah, it certainly was. It is uh, $27 best available at the moment. Might even get, be touched 30-something on the exchange. Born to be lucky exactly. is my Maddie of the day. Sean O'Donnell in Tell you what, he's going on. They're winning, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah. We just saw him get pretty up. I'll take pretty its last three, as I just told you, blokes off here. While I was whinging, which is something I don't often do, Pete. Lay of the day. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, fair enough. Lay of the day. Uh, it would have to be Blackwater Bay for me in race four. I think it's too short. I think Sugar Cane, again, will shorten as the market gets closer to jump time. And I expect Blackwater Bay will not be starting at 260, even if there is market percentage, obviously. But we'll, you know, say, say $3, I think it jumps straight in three. Nard Burr. Uh, tough day for a lay, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. uh, I just thought Play Marika was too short, three seventy. Yep. Uh, she's my lay. Yep. I probably can't lay her after making me uh, my yeah, back and safety. True attraction. So, is the best, uh, yeah. uh, Play Marika for you. I'm going to go with. I think Chile is hot in race four, about four forty. As Pete said, I think it's just um, recency bias is the reason. It's it's yep. four forty, and um, uh, I think Chile is hot might end up being the one that uh, leads. Just a bit of a sitting duck for uh, for Tina and Baranova. And trade them in and truly reliable for all of them late. So mm. Chili is hot. He's under the odds for me at 440. Are we done? We're done. Oh, thank God. Just in time for the, the third at Northern as well. That's that's wonderful timing. Pete, it's been a pleasure once again. Always. Um, you were wonderful. Um, hopefully next time you can bring, bring Fran on as well. Does she have much of an opinion on horse racing? She's actually very good. Um, but she's also fulfilling a side of my brain, um, which is convenient for me. We're going downhill rapidly. Here. Should, should we get Pete on for a mastermind 2.0 sometime just, soon? Yeah. 100%. He's a, he's a superstar. Well, I think you're here for another few weeks. So if you're here for a – maybe before you go back, we'll get you on again. No, I, uh, no, I thoroughly enjoy it, Peter. Um, you're definitely not Eugene. That's I'm right. Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear uh, the people switching off already. <laughs> oh, dearie, mate. Until next week on the 1-1. One, one.